Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. And today, long awaited, unghetto in the building. Uh, so I had actually like misremembered reality and I thought that I interviewed you back in the day. But then I realized that you actually just like, you came and you filmed something with me at the office, right? In like 2019, 2018? Yeah, 2019, I just made you drink the thick water. Oh, that was it. Well, break this down because I didn't know. He told me today you see interview and I'm like, I ain't see that. I know and I, and I went and tried to look for it and then I'm like, oh wait, I didn't interview him. I just like, my, my mind forgot and just felt like I did. I made him drink thick water. He just gobbled thick water with ease. Like, Doesn't that sound like the gay Ah, that's I'm like, what the f- is thick water? He just swallowed. Like, this used to be a thing that he would he would do on his channel. It was like a viral thing at the time, like thick water. Like I had, I did it with Dream Doll and shit like that. It was going viral, like yeah, just seeing who could swallow thick water. Like it sounds so. It was basically yeah. like the consistency <laughs> of the water. It's like water, but it's super thick and weird. Yeah, thick water is a beverage specifically designed for people with dysphagia, aka difficulty swallowing. You can purchase thickened water. Yeah, Adam ain't got that difficulty, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't understand. It, it's super weird, but it's just water. But it tastes good, Paul. It feels what? super thick when you're swallowing. It's weird. It's I would not know about it if it wasn't for him. It's just you, water, though? Why are you curious? Why you want to know? Like, I mean, I never heard of thick water. I'm like, that's the thing? <laughs> nah, yeah. It's just water. I guess it's just water with, like, added components to make it thick. So this was a wave, like you know how everybody just always has something that they're doing and yeah. short form content. And I don't know, he was there at the time. I missed that wave, but welcome <laughs> on Ghetto Matthews to No Jumper. You know what I'm saying? So like, Unghetto. Unghetto. You're not doing the Matthew no more. Nah, nah, so Unghetto. The Matthew. It's too personal. Unghetto. I'm, when did you drop? I'm glad, yeah. When did you drop the Matthew? Uh, like the beginning of this year, I officially dropped it. But I've been wanting to do it. It's like you know, one word names are more household and more. Marketable and all that. And especially with the weird spelling of Matthew, I just yeah. felt like there was something about it that was kind of hard for me to like stick it in my brain. But right. Unghetto is nice and simple. I, I do mm-hmm. like that. Where, where did the name come from originally? Unghetto is like when I was in the hood on the north side, I was 11 years old and I just felt Unghetto. Like, for some, I was 11, but everybody, like, for some reason, it sounds crazy to say, but like, I was going to jail. And, like, mm. like, I guess juvie at the time or whatever, but yeah. like, I just wasn't one of them kids. I was just on some on my on my creative tip, like, you know, like kids was going to juvie, the smoking trees and stuff. I was like, yo, what y'all on? Like, I don't know. But did you grow up in like a bad area? No, nah, I didn't necessarily grow up in a bad area. It's just like you know, I wouldn't say I grew up in a bad area. It's just sometimes you're forced to move in a bad area. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I wouldn't say the, my whole upbringing was just bad or nothing like that. I would say that no matter what area, like, even if it was bad, my mother sheltered us pretty well. Like, I, we stayed in a shelter. I didn't even know it was a shelter until I was, like, 17. And she was mm. like, that was a shelter. Where was your dad at? I was like, oh, that makes sense. How do you hide a shelter? Like, like how did she pull the wool over your eyes? <laughs> 
I don't know. I don't know. Like I was just young. I, I didn't know what a shelter was. Well, I, I guess like, I, I went to a battered women's shelter one time and it was just, it, it kind of just looks like a bunch of apartments. Mm. Right. I'm just thinking that every day, like to go home, you kind of just got to talk to a lady at a desk. Oh stuff. yeah. Cause that's probably one of so the things. So it was just normal to you. Yeah. It was just normal. It was normal. Yeah. Like, living in poverty. Type. Yeah, never lived. We never lived great at that time to know like, Oh, what's the change? You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like we came straight from Africa. Like, well, part so of that's where you were born. Yeah, I was born. I was born in Congo. Wow! Until what age? Um, until one. Oh, so you're really yeah, young. We okay. came straight to like New York, Connecticut. Wow. Damn. So all oh, Childish Gambino had like an influence on your career early on, like yeah, your name. Yeah, because I don't even know how I seen it, but like he dropped this song called Freaks and Geeks. Like it was a music video, and I don't know, it just blew up. Like, and I was like, who's this Childish Gambino? And it's like. He was just him. Like, before then, I wanted to be Lil Wayne. Like, straight wanted to be Lil Wayne. I'm, like, 10 years old, want to be Lil Wayne. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm calling myself Wheezy. And then <laughs> Childish Gambino dropping is like, damn. Like, this is the first rapper at the time that I'm seeing in my at my age that, like, that's, like, himself. Like, because like, at the time, it was like, if you ain't got big-ass clothes or, like, jewelry or, like, Face tats, you're not rapping, bro. No one's finna accept you into the game. You feel me? Yeah. Like, Childish Gambino just broke his way in there. On I was like, oh, yeah, I could do this. Like, So that's why I gave myself an adjective like, oh, I'm on Ghetto Matthew. Because mm. like, I was like, I like how he's Childish Gambino. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. That's dope. Because, well, it's, it's interesting because, like, a lot of people probably kind of grow up in situations where they don't have much of a choice but to kind of turn to – you know, bad stuff, illegal stuff or whatever. But mm -hmm. you you never felt like that. Like you always felt like you were somebody that was going to chase after something bigger. Yeah, because we stayed on the north side. And in the north side, that's Gwinnett. You know what I'm saying? Uh, was, what? Where? It's Gwinnett. That's in that's in Georgia. Oh, like, so you moved to Georgia when, when you came when, from Congo. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we came, no, when we came from Congo to New York. New York, okay. To Georgia. Okay. Like, Georgia is like eight. To like high school, you know what I'm saying? That's okay. like so it's coming, come, it's coming of age years. You feel me? Right. So like, when you say Gwinnett in Georgia, like the the Migos from the North Side, mm. I don't. It's like when you say the North Side, people be thinking like super nice. You know mm. what I'm saying? It's like a nice area, but it's like it's like Atlanta's like that. Like you could be in a trash ass neighborhood and look across the street and see like luxury. Yeah. Mm. So it's like even though we was in a trash ass apartments. I could see across the street them some nice ass cribs. So I'm like, yo, like, what the f like? You feel me? So, so now, I already knew, like, bro, I I'm trying to get to that type shit because I could see it. A lot of people like, let's say I don't know, be growing up in Chicago, I don't really know about like other hoods, like for real. But like, they don't, they can't see it. You know what I'm saying? They can't see how tangible and close it is. But I guess at a young age, I seen how close that was. I was like, bro. A lot, a lot of rappers I've interviewed over the years have this thing in common where at some point in their life, even though they were growing up in the hood or in an impoverished area, at some point they ended up making contact with the rap industry or the entertainment industry or just something mm -hmm. that kind of like showed them like, oh shit, there's, there's other shit that's possible. And then even though they were still living in the hood or whatever, mm -hmm. they just kind of realized that they could break out of that. And in comparison, like a lot of the worst hoods that I've been to and stuff, like the most depressing part is just seeing the like 
15, 16-year-old kids that literally don't seem like they have any clue that there's another option besides being like a drug dealer or a gangbanger. Right, 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 which is which is kind of crazy. Like, yeah. you know, I guess, I don't know. Um, yeah, that's, that'd be crazy. Definitely. So, okay, you start doing the music thing. And were you always, like, dressing uh, kind of eclectic and, and doing your own thing in that regard? Yeah, hell yeah, like, always. Like, from... from about that same grade, I was just always putting on stuff that was like, I like to I like to wear stuff that's not objectively good. I don't know how to say it. It's like subjectively, in my opinion, this is good, but someone might look at it and hate it. Like a big ass hat, I'd be wearing big ass hats like that. Yeah, at the birthday party, you have the big ass hat on. Yeah, someone might be like, that's trash. Like, what the f And then someone might be like, that's genius. You know mm. what I'm saying? Who makes like, that? Where'd you get that? Uh... You don't want to get a drip. Yeah, <laughs> Secret. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him on his face. But where do you think you got, like, because, like, you you a swag ass. Where you, uh, being in Atlanta, you think you developed this style of dressing? Like, where do, you, where do all this coming from? I think it's it comes from, like, Michael Jackson. Like, I'm, like, a huge Michael Jackson fan. I'm not saying, like, I dress like Michael Jackson, but the fact that, like, among, like, He's in, he's, he was, the time that he was in the game and in the industry, right? Like, you see, like, Michael Jackson's come up among his, like, peers and stuff. He kind of just did, he kind of stood out. Like, not even kind of, like, it's Michael yeah, he, Jackson. Like, it's like you knew that, like, Michael's going to wear, like, the, the armband. And, like, he had, like, a military type of swagger. Like, he just pulled his swag from all different types of things, like kings, royalty, military type shit. You know, glittery shirts and like that, yeah. glittery socks. I feel like he, like, I, I seen him talk about it sometimes. Sometimes he talked about, like, why he chose to wear, like, flashy like that, and he just wanted, like, to catch the, the human eye. Yeah, I never even thought about Michael Jackson's impact on fashion. But, yeah, when you think about it, he is one of the craziest dressers in the history of pop culture. Like, Crazy. So much that you I almost don't even think of him like that mm -hmm. because it was so outside the box, mm -hmm. which is very true. Although, I don't know how influential he necessarily is because you don't see a lot of people walking around in military gear. But for sure, like, you know, he's like a Broadway play actor, like that kind of clothing just like coming out and being out there in and real life. It just makes it like regular, like, bro, like who's yeah. just dressing up in military gear, like mobster gear, like <laughs> it you don't even realize that is mobster gear until you until he say it. Like, yo, I got this from a from the Godfather or something. And it's, you think about it, it's like, damn, smooth criminal. Bro, nigga bro, nigga out here dancing in suits, like in nice tailored luxury suits, like that's oh, crazy. Man. With a with a hat, with a fedora, like that's crazy. You feel me? Like even like to future wearing the fedora, like he has a lot of impact on you know shit just looking regular. Like that is true. Yeah, you know. he definitely probably influenced like high fashion a lot and shit too. Mm -hmm. I wonder. Yeah, I gotta look into that more. He's flashy. So when I wear like stuff that's like big or like catch your eye, I kind of like yeah. And this is just all you by yourself, just putting shit together. You ain't got like a, a stylist or nothing. Hell no. Nah. I always just like be looking on the internet. Every time I feel like I'm dressing too normal, I, I get on the internet. I start like looking for weird shit like this. Yeah, who's that guy? This yo yo what? That's the backpack yo, Dora. Oh, I'm 40 years old. I was I, Dora <laughs> wasn't a thing when I was a kid. Oh, word. It came out after. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Same like SpongeBob. I miss SpongeBob. I, I kind of almost get it through the memes because I see so many out? memes. I don't know, but I was definitely like in junior high or some shit, like past the age of 
watching. When SpongeBob came out? Yeah, I think. Damn. So. I mean, I graduated in 2002. Type 1999 shit. it came out. I was already in, I was like 16. Damn. I was already fingering girls. I wasn't like trying to find out about SpongeBob. <laughs> you, damn. So what cartoons you grew up watching? <laughs> He's so pissed that I don't know about SpongeBob. Know all I'm just Dude. so, like, yo, I just lost train of thought. You uh, old as shit, Adam. I know. That's what I'm saying. How old are you? You're, 40. Wait, I just hit well, You did just hit 40. Technically, in a few days, party, I hit 40. Right? Bro, you like so full of youth that it's like. I know, it's crazy. You know right? what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, yo, Future just turned 42. <sighs> and we both right. got bitches. It's like, yo. You said y'all both got bitches? Yeah, but he got like models and shit. <laughs> I, I got the porn stars. <laughs> well, I'm not complaining. No, that's hard. He got the bad models, but I got the sex workers. <laughs> I mean, he probably he got the sex workers too, realistically. <laughs> I got the sex workers. <laughs> yeah, I'm crying. So, uh, so you initially started off rapping? Yeah. Well, initially, how? Yeah. When I was 11. When I was 11, like as soon as I seen that, I'm telling you, like the same day I seen Freaks and Geeks, I wrote a rap, like my first rap, like I wrote a rap on Notebook. I still got the Notebook. It's like filled like this with just raps, but it was like lyrical ass raps, like. Hopson type raps, you oh, feel me? Like I was rapping, rapping back then. Like niggas had to dumb it down, as you know what I'm saying. But like, I could rap. Like, uh, how do you uh, decide like how far you want to take it? Because like a lot of people had this conversation about the J Cole and Drake song. That's what she said, huh? Oh god damn it! But okay, the the Drake and J Cole song, first person shooter. A lot of people had that kind of conversation because it's like Drake definitely made it a good song. J Cole rapped his ass off. And a lot of people are like, oh, he destroyed Drake. If Drake had tried to go like mega lyrical on that, yeah, it, it would have hit different. It wouldn't listen, it wouldn't necessarily it might, be like playable. Like, yeah, you know, it probably yeah. wouldn't be such a listenable mm -hmm. song if he had gone full Eminem on mm -hmm. it. Because he gotta go like, you know, biggest the what? And then let it breathe. Biggest the what? You know what right. I'm saying? You gotta like let it Yeah. And like, J. Cole rapped his fucking ass off. But it's yeah. kinda like if you have both people doing Video that. Video was track, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Video was stupid. But if both crazy. people are doing Eminem renditions, like getting mega lyrical. It's OD, right? Yeah, I might, might not. That's why that yeah. Juice World Eminem song is good. Because mm. Juice World like slowed it down with the, the monster song. Right. You know Definitely. So, okay. You, 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 know, but, you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about of course I do. The Cole oh, Bennett video. Okay. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but okay. So you're, but you're also like perpetually online, I'm guessing, while you're making all this music and shit. You're just kind of like obsessed with the culture in general and just learning about everything. May I ask perpetually, what's that? Um, you were just paying attention to the culture, too, because you became a YouTuber at a pretty young age, right? Oh, yeah, hell yeah. Like, always paying attention to the culture from young. Like, internet baby, for sure. Like, mm -hmm. since we were so sheltered, stayed on the internet. Like, stayed on the internet, studying everything. Like, so everything that I hopped into, by the time I hopped into it, it's like, I'm so close to mastery. Like, I even DM'd you one day, like, yo, Adam, when you posting like TikToks and stuff, download this app and you know put it into here so that it downloads it straight off TikTok without a watermark. Like mm -hmm. I just know certain shit. Like I sent you that one day. Like, I wonder if I because I definitely have like a recollection like, of somebody saying that to me at one point and then me doing it. Because I seen you post a reel and I was like, no, 
Like, take it the water. Wait, when you post a reel of the TikTok, yeah, then of they'll, the TikTok, they'll throttle you algorithmically. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I was trying to just like, you know what I'm saying, give you some game right there. But like, right. yeah, like, I just know a lot when it comes to all the internet As you shit. get older, you need that. Yeah. So you need the girls that understand TikTok. Like, it's in their fucking veins. They know every feature. Mm -hmm. They know everything. You need those girls around because it does not come as fluently to me at this point. Right. You know? But, uh, okay. So we, we, but yeah, who, definitely who, studying the internet. Soldier Boy. Who were your favorite YouTubers at a young age? I ain't gonna lie. I wasn't really, I wasn't watching YouTube. Like, I wasn't. Oh, at a young age, Niga Higa. Who's that? It was like an Asian dude. Like, it was like, I thought we was all watching the same thing. when nah. I, no? I, I feel like I might have watched a documentary Niga, about this Kev, guy falling off. Kev Jumba, Smosh. Yeah. I'm familiar with Smosh. But I never really watched it, but. Niga Higa. <laughs> no, like, I swear how to God. be ninja. You don't remember how to be ninja? No, nah, I remember. Yo, what? How to be how to be gangster? He, you pull me now. You're bugging. Nigga was getting like a hundred million. Yo, yeah, yeah. This is it. Cause Sunny V2 made a video called Why I'm not gonna say it, but N-I-G-A-H-I-G-A. -I, -I, I don't know how to say that without basically saying the N-word. Why he quit YouTube. Full oh. explanation. Sunny V2 made a video. When that and, came out? Uh, five months ago. 2.2 million Whoa. views. I'm, I'm see the bun A bunch of people made videos. I'm gonna watch that. It's I just need... some random Asian guy. I remember watching it, but I don't remember anything. From you the feel video. me? Nigga, he got. Fucking um, <laughs> Desha Desha Deshaun Raw. Deshaun Raw, heavy. Deshaun Raw, heavy. Mm. The rap battles. I was just talking to him. We might have a little something special in the works. Deshaun Raw, bro. Mm. Like, yeah, he had reached out and, like, told me he fucked with me, like, I think it was earlier this year. Nigga, I was fangirling, like. That was early era you can make fun of rappers, like, on YouTube. Like, you can make jokes about the stupid shit that rappers do, <laughs> right. and it will actually work, and people <laughs> will go crazy for it. It'll go super viral. That shit, when it came out, like, we didn't even know you could do that. It was good days, man. You could just roast rappers and all the goofy shit they do. <laughs> Damn. Now it's a whole industry. <laughs> a million YouTubers doing that now. Damn. So uh, you went from watching these YouTubers, like, what made you like, all right, fucking, I'm going to jump in and try to make some YouTube videos for myself? Uh, I mean, I always had, like, personality and stuff like that. Like, yeah. I've always been a crackhead, like, all through school. Like, from second grade all the way till I graduated high school, I was always, like, like, Personality, just, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody wanted to be around me. Everybody wanted to be around me for the energy that I, you know what I'm saying? So you were popular in school. Yeah, I was popular. I was, I was, I was, I was definitely popular. I, it was, it came to a point, like, in, when I was in high school, like, motherfuckers would see me in the hallway and take pictures with me. Wow. Like, yeah, because I was already doing music and, like, I had, like, like sound, I was I was on some I was on some SoundCloud shit, like you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Because a lot of kids who choose to do their own thing, fashion wise or personality wise or or whatever, like does not work out very well for them in high school. Like they get bullied and yeah. smeared. But that's cool that people were actually like into what you had going on. Yeah, yeah. Because like at the time, I mean, especially where I went to school, wasn't nobody doing shit. Like mm -hmm. everybody was just going to school. Like, but I was like, I felt like I felt like. I was the only, you know, like the meme, like the nigga in the corner, like looking at everybody else. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I felt like I was like that guy, like, everybody don't know I'm finna be one of the you biggest ones. Like, I'm gonna mm -hmm. take this shit over, like, for real though. Like, yeah. But I was know. dropping songs and they were, they were doing like a million and stuff on YouTube and shit like that. Like, I was dropping music already. I seen, uh, you said that you got one of the highest viewed uh, public and public interviews. I, the highest viewed public interview. For 15 million views, right? Or something like that. 13 million. 13 million? Yeah. 
So like, how do I have you... like the top five highest view public interviews. Really? Yeah, like if you type public interview and put view, I'm like seven of mine. What's the most viewed one? The 15 million views or whatever you just Yeah, said. that's the 13 mil. That's the, oh, Testing Strangers Diamonds. That's the, the mm. first one I ever did. Classic. Yeah, classic, for sure. When did you start doing that shit? Was that kind of like your first thing that started to go viral? Nah, it was the kisser grab. The kisser uh, grab, Yeah, right? that was like a cheat code, like, yeah, like, so like, I was looking at what YouTubers is doing and shit, and I was like, I was already dropping music, but I had kind of like, I had, I'm just straight up, I fell off, like, I had fell off, like, all the way off, because I was in high school doing music, and I was popular, but, like, for some reason, I don't know, bro, like, you just be in, in high school, you just think you gotta graduate or something, I don't know, like, I just felt like I, I owed it to my mother or something, it was just so important that I get a diploma, yeah. I'm not gonna be, like, nothing in this world without a diploma, that's just what African motherfuckers, like, parents make you think. Well, I mean, you start going to school when you're, like, five, and that's the whole idea the whole time, is, like, right. you're gonna do this for, like, 12 fucking years, but then you're gonna graduate. So, like, a big part of my brain did know, like, I'm gonna be on ghetto, but, like, another part was listening to that programming, like, that constant programming of, like, you got to get your diploma. Like, what you going to do out here? Like, but what you, you going to fall back on? You think on? you should have dropped out? Yes, bro. At what age? I feel like I should have dropped out at 16, 17. I don't want to say this. I don't, and just gone all in on clout, yes, bro. fame, YouTube, bro, I'm influencer. Talking about like, bro, um, I'm getting, I'm dropping songs. They're doing a million in a month. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like, like, I stopped. I wasn't traveling and stuff. People would like come to LA and do. I like, I like school. I gotta. I feel like if I wasn't caring about that shit, like, bro, I'd be on some like, like Uzi shit by now. But like, it's. You know but having saying? to stay home and actually like work and shit when you could, what would you have done otherwise? Would you have just gone to fucking Atlanta and LA and just really like been around motherfuckers and like really because I was to... I was doing it but I, not to the point that I could have like because school's a lot of work yes yeah, it's, it's a lot of work at, you know what I'm saying and, and, good, and I got yeah. like I had like an AP class and shit like that mm -hmm. like I was ODing it like yeah. trying to you know what I'm saying oh, for no fucking reason dog like like it was to the point like me if I'm late to class motherfuckers know it's like oh like where you, but like, it would be a thing, like, I, I come in class, like, 45 minutes late, they're like, where you came from now? I'd be like, L.A., just got off the plane. Like, mm. you see what I'm saying? It was like that, like, I wasn't just late, because, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was hopping straight off of, like, I had a, I performed with this person last night, you know what I'm saying? Beside this mainstream name that I come to school next day, or, like, I'm with this main, like, mainstream niggas, and I'm just doing a lot, yeah. and I'm like. So when you met me, you just, like, we're on like a quick couple day trip to LA, just doing a bunch of shit. Yeah, really. Yeah, I, I had um, I had freshly got signed when I met you. Oh, like, really? Yeah, I got signed by Epic. Wow. So and and that that kisser grab, from the kisser grab to the time I met you was like a couple months span of just me just, you know, because like I said, I fell all the way off. I'ma just. And um, I seen you so, said that you started over on Instagram, like you deleted your Instagram. Completely. I deleted my Instagram completely, like. You know, your shit get dead, like mm. all types of shit. And you just, I felt like I had all these followers that had followed me for like the wrong reasons and shit like that. Just like, you know, all types of shit. And I just wanted to rebuild a core fan base that like just felt me for what I'm doing from now on. You also said that uh, you were working at Dollar General. Mm -hmm. And Damn. people didn't know you was working at Dollar General. Yeah, Damn. I'm on some Narwar shit with you. You was working at Dollar General yeah. and you fucking. 
you had you gave yourself two months to create content and you yeah. like had a thousand dollars left. For the record, I didn't realize this, but I messaged you first in twenty nineteen and said your channel's funny as fuck, bro. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy that I hit you up first. And then yeah. you were like, Hey yeah, let's tap in sometime. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Now I get it. I was bugging. I Sorry was like, hell that. nah, Adam 22, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, so, I'm known um, to show up in a random YouTuber's uh, DMs. Because before you, I think before you had even hit me up, I think I had seen, like, when your channel, like, gets subscribers, like, notable subscribers, you see it. They email you sometimes if you have that setting on, huh? Yeah, well, yeah, I yeah. I have that. But if that, that if you got cool. the app, you'll see, like, the top 10 people who subscribe to you from like the last 90 days. Every something. once in a while I go and look at my top subscribers. Yeah. So, so. I had seen no jumper. I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> I was bugging. And then like, I was going to like ask you for an interview or some shit. And then I seen like you hit me. I was like, Oh <laughs> shit. Like I ain't even going to ask. Like, let's just connect. Like on some shit. Like, yeah, it was, that's tight. That was cool. But. I don't want to steal your question. I know you had a good question. Go no, nah, all right. Sorry. So yeah, you quit. You had, you said you quit your uh, job at Dollar General. Mm -hmm. and you gave yourself two months to make content. Yeah. So it's 2019. At this point, I've been working at Dollar General for a year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I keep crying on the field and shit. I'm depressed as fuck. It's bad. So like to kind of lift a mental weight off my shoulders. I was listening to Gary Vee and shit a lot and just the stuff he was saying, like to mm -hmm. young niggas like, oh, this the time to make risks. He's like very passionate. He's cussing like, take the fucking risk. Yeah. Take the fucking <laughs> risk. Quit your fucking job. Stop being a fucking punk. I'm like, damn, oh like he's I, talking straight to me. I love this like, mental image of you getting turned up off that. That's You sick. feel me? Hell so yeah. I'm just like, like for real, like, Gloves on and everything, like, yeah. I would watch him, and I would just be like, bro, he's talking to me, bro. Like, one day, bro, like, I didn't even have a plan. It's just, I just kept listening to him say it, like, because it, it felt like it was so divine. Like, people would always ask him the same shit. It'd be like some 17-year-old, like, Gary, I work here, da-da-da, and I'm depressed. What should I do? He's like, quit that fucking job. Move <laughs> in with four of your closest friends or anybody and live modestly while you chase your fucking dreams. And I'm like, fuck. I quit my job. Boom. I just, I ain't even, it's like, I didn't even say like, I quit. I just, you gotta be there at six. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. or it's like, you over with. Like, 6 you know what I'm saying? 6 p.m. 6 p.m. Like 6 p.m. to like 4 a.m. I do love that advice though. Like that's a period in your life where you really need somebody to tell you that shit. Like be hardcore, sacrifice everything in your fucking life if you really want to make it. You I really want to make it. If I really, if I, if I had to start from zero right now, I would work a fucking nine to five, and then I would come home and I would spend every single second of the day that I wasn't working pursuing whatever it was that was my dream, and I would eat fucking ham sandwiches and I would save every last dollar to just try to make it up out that situation again. You. No? But niggas don't want to do that though. Yeah, yeah. I was eating noodles and hot dogs <laughs> for that whole two months. Like, you know what I'm saying? And prior to that, for sure. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, bro. So I quit my job. I basically just six o'clock comes and I'm at home. So it's like, bro, I swear on everything. Like once it turned from 559 to 6, I knew my job is gone. So like, but like it was weird. It was like literally someone just came and just lifted a weight off of my chest like I could breathe like I was like wow that was a year of like the worst depression like it was and I was I just felt like it was over I didn't even make it yet I didn't do nothing yet you yeah. feel me but I felt like this is the start this is of the like start of you know what I'm saying so I'm like I got two months of rent saved up 
I got a thousand dollars. So I'm feeling like I'm good. Like I got two months of rent. After this two months, if I'm not lit, I'm homeless. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm just like, I gotta make it now. So I basically put my my back against the wall. Like, that's just me though. That's just me. I don't, I'm not telling nobody just do that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Especially if you got like kids or obligations or anything like that. But that's why you got to seize that opportunity when you're young. When because, you're young. Like me now, it's like I have so many r risks that I wouldn't take because of the fact because that I have a fucking family. A family. And shit. And, but right. when you're 20, none of that shit exists. So that's you the beautiful go thing. It's yeah. like you could do that, fail, do that, fail three times and still be, you know what I'm saying? Start from ground zero, like pick yourself up. Like. And that's why I think it's a big mistake for people to have kids early because you're basically forcing yourself into a mentality where you're not going to be able to take risks and not mm. be able to like really pursue something bigger, you to know? To try shit and lose. Because and, you're going to have yeah. so many responsibilities. You don't really want those responsibilities until you already have some shit going on, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, um, so 6 p.m. come. 6 p.m. come. My up. brother's like, what the fuck is you doing? Because I'm staying with my brother and our friend. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, bro. Just, I'm finna do what I gotta do. Every day, I'm waking up, I'm making content to my song. I had a song called Let You Go. My manager, like, I, I already talked to him and shit. I'm like, bro, like, we already set the plan. He didn't tell me to quit my job, Yeah. but I did it. You know what I'm saying? I don't even think I told him. I was just like, every day promoting promoting on on instagram like dancing in kroger's and flipping off of like self um checkout machines and shit to the song and it was just going up like that like it was just building the anticipation for the song i don't even think the song was out yet and then i had um did a kisser grab at this point though i'm still trying to drop youtube videos but like they're doing like 100 views in a week like you know what i'm saying so but i i did a kisser grab where I grabbed this Hispanic lady ass and she had a lot of ass. And I was like, and she was like, oh, papi, papi. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And bro, that shit just went viral. Like, that shit went up. And, but the thing was, I was strategic with it. I was like, anything to like promote my music type shit yeah. at the time. You know what I'm saying? I'm a kid. I'm a fuck it. Like, so it, like every time I would grab ass in the video or get a kiss on cheek, it was like, I'm going to flex on my ex, flex on a hoe. The song will play. <laughs> so, like, that was the victory song. So, like, I had dropped it on YouTube. I woke up the next day. Like, mind you, we're like a month and a half into, like, this is a month and a half into the two-month span. And you're all right. So, like, at this point, every day I'm, I'm just posting something. You know what I'm saying? This one just... Like, I'm failing, failing, failing. I guess failing, but I guess it's progression. Um, this one, I woke up, 50,000 views. At that time, I'm like, 50,000 views, you know what I'm saying? I never got no 50,000 views on my YouTube or nothing like that. So I'm like, this is it, this is it, this is it. And then, like, I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just like, I can't just, I got to keep making content. I keep making content. Like, I look at it at, like, night. That shit was, like, 250,000 views. I went to sleep, woke up the next day, it was at like 400,000 views on YouTube. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, yo, I'm fucking viral. I did it, right? I don't got no money yet, because mind you, the video the yellow, yellow, the video yellow, Mark, because <laughs> oh, of the ass. Man. I was like, fuck, but like, oh. but I was just happy to see something, some yeah. kind of like, you know? And it was like, I had got um, a couple emails from like, like record labels, like, 
cash money and shit, like wow. Epic Records. And we took a flight to um, Epic Records. They flew us out. I performed for Sylvia and, and like, like I played music, did my thing. Like, I ain't had to perform, but, you know. You still just you went all on out. the table like Bobby Schmurter? It was like, I felt like at this moment, it's like, at this point, bro, I did a flip off the, like, it was like a little couch. I did a flip off that shit. And the ceiling's like this. Like, I like OD. Like, yeah. they was like amazed on some shit. Like, yo, like, Unghetto, like, you're the future, da da da. Like, and you happy as fuck, you different, you a breath of fresh air. And they was just like, how much I want? And then, yeah, it was, it was just. They were offering some blow ass money? No, or, they was like, how much do y'all want? Right. And what'd you end up, like, how'd that go? So all right, so you signed with Epic and you've been signing them since that. Yeah, I've been signing them since that. Yeah. Uh, so so like, that was a life changing it. Uh, it was like right before the two month span of me about to be like I yeah. just did it. I just went full throttle and did it. They found my song off of the kisser grab and like Right. Yeah. Mm. And then I dropped the song and it did like fifty thousand in a day, which was like as a new nigga, like as as like coming back on the scene, that was like crazy for me. And it was just like from there. And Man. so, yeah, how did they, like, how happy are you with the, your time being signed to them? Um, be, man, being signed for a new artist is like a roller coaster. Mm -hmm. um, I had this song called, I got this song called Plastic, uh -huh. and it has, like, a whole bunch of streams, like, 50 million streams on some shit, right? And it's like, I'm grateful that, you know, you you kind of got to, it's like, you got to you gotta give and take. You got to give and take, you know? Like, you can't really just have everything you want when you sign, mm. you know? Because, like, I got the sample cleared, you know what I'm saying? It was it was samples that I had in the songs I was making at the time that I would not be able to get cleared or anything if I was independent, especially, mm. like, being, like, I would go for the biggest samples of all, like, that was a Barbie girl sample. And, <laughs> yeah. and, you know what I'm saying? And it was, like... I wouldn't be able to get that cleared. As See, just, that's a benefit of signing that I yeah. wouldn't have really even thought of. Yeah, yeah, just some young, just some young nigga in Atlanta, like, and I'm like these niggas are in Sweden and like Denmark. They're all it's a group, an old group that is like, all, they're they're all living their own lives. It's like it's very hard to clear a song like that. Like even with the label, that took a, a minute. That took like eight months for them to clear. But okay, so when you sign. Are they all up in your shit trying to manage a lot of different parts of your career or are they kind of just like, all right, do your thing and send us your music when you make it? No, that's the thing. They're kind of just like, do your thing. And uh, At first, it, it's more like they got me all up in the studio. They got you like in, you know what I'm saying? Like, but that's what, you know, the whole thing with me is accountability and like a lot of artists don't be accountable. You know, they be like, the label, da-da-da, the label this, label that. And it's like, honestly, you got to take accountability. It be, it be both sides. You know, I look at where a lot of artists go wrong. Like, I'm very um self-aware. I don't just, I'm not just going to be like, oh, they fucked up here. And they're, they're like, for example, I wasn't really in the studio as much as I could have been, which, and I, I would always use big-ass samples which slowed down the release of like my consistency and like my process first coming out the gate. Like I dropped plastic and the next song I had that was like popping was high. And it was like, there was like an eight month span in between that. You know what I'm saying? When yeah. it, I'm supposed to be hitting them with it. And it's like, I couldn't really just be consistent and just like apply pressure. Like I should have. 
How do they feel about you as a YouTuber? Do they are they happy about it because it's like, oh, this is going to promote your music, or are they kind of annoyed because maybe it's not the best thing for your image as a rapper or mm -hmm. something? Uh, I feel like, see, this is how I feel about with, with like labels and teams and like managements and stuff when it comes to the whole YouTube thing. It's like, okay, motherfuckers will be like, yo, don't like do this or like, oh, the, the stuff you're doing with like this, don't really be on that because, you know, you want to be serious as an artist and da, da, da. And then like, let's say I drop a, a YouTube video and um, it does like 5 million views and the intro song is my, my song. And everybody's like, what's this song? What's this song? And it has the song going crazy. Mm. Then niggas is like, yeah, you got to, like, that's Boy. smart. That's yeah. smart. You see what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, I always, that's what made me kind of feel like I'm going to just do what the fuck I, I want to do because I did have times and periods of times where I did listen to um, the label or the whatever. Label or whatever you know? I'm not the type out. of nigga that want to throw the label under the bus or nothing like that because, yeah. you know, it... It, but sometimes I, I did take that to an account and I was like, okay, I'm going to just chill off the YouTube shit and just go, you know, try to be full, like, just chill off the YouTube shit. And it's like, when shit wasn't as engaging and I didn't have the engagement and shit, now niggas want to, like, back off you or, like, they don't want to, you know what I'm saying, push you like that is because it's like, your engagement not there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, the fuck, like, when I'm when I'm when I'm doing all of me, the engagement be through the roof, and y'all want to push the music and shit because the YouTube brings shit to the music, like you know, yeah. like I brought hella views to Plastic off of me doing YouTube. Plastic blew up off of me and my brother doing like shit on TikTok, and it became a trend out of nowhere. You know what I'm saying? So like, if I wasn't so involved with like the creator aspect of things and like just doing what I do on social media, it's a lot of shit that wouldn't have happened, happened you know, for, for my career. Did your brother have any, cause your brother's King imprint. Uh -huh. Yeah. And so he was doing his thing before you a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Right? He was doing, he was doing his thing before me um, dancing, but it's just, I just never wanted to be a dancer, but of course I'm gonna get jagged into that world a little bit. That's my blood brother. So it's like, um, yeah, like, he, did he have that. influence on like the marketing? Cause he, he's good at marketing himself mm -hmm. and shit too. Like, did you learn any of that from him? Or like uh, I was working. Yeah, um, that time that, like, 2016 in Atlanta was, like, a crazy year for, like, dancing and shit, like, 2015, 2016, 2017. Yeah, 2016 was the fucking year, bro. That's when shit really went crazy with SoundCloud rap and, like, just so much shit culturally kind of, like, goes back to that year. Bro, like, niggas was hitting them folks like a yeah. motherfucker. Like, it was, the dances was just going crazy. The whip came out, like, the nene, like, all that shit had just, like, blew up. You know what I'm saying? And it was like songs were getting promoted like shit. Niggas was getting paid like, dance yo, to dance videos. to my song. You dance to a nigga's song, post that bitch on Instagram. Shit'll do like a million views in like two days. We got Trump that year too, which is pretty crazy. By who? Like the people oh. voted for him. Oh, word. Is, it's just 20, when you look at that word. alone, like that's a pretty wild fucking is a thing crazy in, the, in that year. year right? And then like, so like <laughs> with all the records that niggas was breaking, like, bro, we dancing to songs like. My brother was dancing the songs. I'd be, like, helping out. Nigga would get 80 million views. Shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's like, that would all go to 
the whoever the respectful artist you feel yeah. me so it, it kind of got to a point where it was like when it was time for me to really take on this code of music for real it's like fuck we be breaking all these other niggas songs you had the formula we could break our own music so that's what we that's what, you know what i'm saying that's how i was popular in school for my music and shit is like bro go ahead make a dance video to my song real quick to my brother it's like you know what i'm saying he'll yeah. pipe my shit up it's like it was a cheat code it was just we could dance to our own shit you, you, when I think about the decision between being an artist or a YouTuber, I always think of DDG because he's like one of the YouTubers who kind of like became the most successful musically mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you've seen him go back and forth, I think, a couple times of like not doing YouTube anymore. And then he just kind of starts doing it again because I right. think to him, that's just like his hustle. Like that's how he grew up was right. just making YouTube videos. And once you're a YouTuber, it's very tempting to just fucking do it. And it's like on his like I guess maybe people would take him more serious as a rapper if he didn't do the YouTube thing but then at mm -hmm. the same time it's like I don't know it feels weird to like stop doing something you like doing just right. to like appease some percentage of fans that, that aren't even really your fans that aren't yet, even really your but fans might fuck with you if you stop doing it it's like a weird decision and then I see his girls fans making fun of him for being a YouTuber once in a while on Twitter and I'm like oh shit that's gotta be crazy to be a YouTuber Adam. dating an actress Adam bro you know Adam that was a big, that's a, that's a huge conversation. Like, right. that's a conversation, bro. Like, it's like, bro, I'm doing what I'm doing on YouTube. It's getting me like lit and shit. Motherfuckers mm -hmm. be like, like, you'll have somebody, I don't know. I don't want to name drop some crazy ass mainstream artist. Like, yo, I was like watching your YouTube video. You funny as fuck, but nigga, your music hard, right? Like you would have, he would have never found me if I wasn't doing no YouTube shit. But it's like, I'm finna stop this formula for to look cool to some you know what i'm saying or like no you want to be like you want to look serious and like bro niggas do whatever the fuck they want at the end of the day this is how i feel when something works and like you're lit no one really gives a fuck how you know what i'm saying because bro you'll 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 literally like i'll sit back and be like you know what let me chill off the little the funny shit and then it'll be some fucking TikToker that gets the biggest song or some silly ass motherfucker that just make a fucking billboard hit because he has the fan base and the engagement to do it. And then girls all the time, as soon as they blow up, like the fucking D'Amelio sisters, what do they do? They start making music right away. You feel me? And if you make a video that gets a million views and you have your song in there, a couple little bits of it and chunks and shit, I mean, that shit is getting into people's heads. Yes. And if your music is good, it's gonna fucking translate into a lot of streams. I, I, I was just thinking about King Yellow's fucking intro song. I, I get that stuck in my head sometimes. And I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, I don't think I ever got a King Yellow song stuck in my head before. So I'll, I'll give it to him. You know, it works if you just kind of keep hitting with mm -hmm. it over and over. And to roll out the DDG conversation, like the money be good, bro. Yeah. Like the money be good at the end of the day. And it's like. I'll stop. Like, damn, I'm going to listen to a nigga like stop this kind of money because I got to look or be like respected by people who might not even respect me is like, mm. like I'm feeding my family I'm, and I'm funding my music career and when you sign you get an upfront amount of money but then you stop getting the money from your streams and shit so it's like you're looking at the YouTube thing it's like oh this is how I can hustle right now and yes. at the time was Epic they didn't have anything to do with your YouTube that was all you right? All me all right. me yeah all me and it's like yeah I signed and that's like you know, it'd be like a mental roller coaster. Like, damn, man, if I would have just waited, like, bro, I, 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 I got like, 
like I told y'all, yeah. I simultaneously like blew up on YouTube and signed. You know what I'm saying? Because it was like, I just was so desperate to get out of the situation that I was in, you know, as far as like Dollar General and just being like my bank account and the negatives all yeah. the fucking time. Like I was just so desperate to get out of that. And like, I feel like if I would have just waited it out, like even just a month, like like the month after I signed, like I'm making thousands of dollars on YouTube. Like mm. my YouTube checks start 4,000, 15,000, 20,000. So it was like, so you regret before I knew it, I made my advance. So you regret mm. signing a little bit. I mean, you might have been able to sign to the same label a couple months later for more, more money. money. Before I knew it, I made my advance. Right. So it's like, damn. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, damn. Like, and, and before you sign, you're working a regular job. $100,000 or whatever you got is like way more than you could ever fucking imagine when you're making 10, 15 bucks an hour or whatever. You know? But then once you sign, now you're around all these people that really understand that, the game. You're having conversations yeah. with artists who are successful and you're mm -hmm. starting to like get knowledge from them. Yeah. And all of a sudden you start seeing everything different. But I will say, I've also seen artists like you who missed their window to get signed and they could have got six figures mm. or seven figures. Mm -hmm. But then like the steam started to die off a little bit and all of a sudden mm -hmm. all the labels get cold feet and the opportunity just passes them by, mm -hmm. which is kind of weird though, because a lot of times it's like the label, like the people might've lost interest anyway, you know, for some mm -hmm. of these artists. And it's like, they had that opportunity to get a bag, but like realistically they probably would have got the bag and then still had shit just fizzle out. Which, but at least they would have had the label to maybe be able to help them out. Wow, that's know. a crazy, that's a crazy thing you just said because yeah. that actually happened to me like three times before twenty that before that twenty nineteen moment. Really, like, meeting up with label, hella great, da da da, and then I like lose steam because mm. oh let's let's just wait and you know what I'm saying let's keep and it's like, you know, so I like at that point I was just like, fuck that, like I'm take this, I'm taking this, like I yeah. gotta take my window, you feel me? And that like I kick I kicked the dough like as far as. Like there was no, like I know how I know how good my music is, so I wasn't really too worried about like what my first deal is like and shit like that. Like you know, because yeah. I know like people I look up to, whether it's like Uzi or like everybody, Doug or yeah. like bro niggas have bad deal had a bad deal. Time. You feel me? And it's like depending on how what you do, your accountability. Like you got to take accountability for the decisions that you make. You can you know capitalize and create a way better situation you know did you have that song with yadi before you saw him? yeah i had that song with yadi in, in high school uh yeah like oh, so super that, popular in high school you must have been fucking lit if you had a yadi song in high school bro i was lit <laughs> <laughs> like i was lit like that's I why i said like bro that. i should have dropped the fuck out like i posted like the snippet to that yadi song like just doing a little dance with my friends to it the shit did a million views in a day right like you feel what i'm saying it's just like but I don't really live off the whole shoulda, coulda, woulda. I, lo I love all of this because, like... It's all part of your story. It's all a part of the story. And when I pop, I'm going to have a core fan base that's going to be, like... Like, I already have a core fan base that's there to say, like, no, like... Like, that fight for me in the comments and shit like that when I get posted on certain, like, outlets mm. and people are like, oh, now he want to do music or, like, oh, he... It's like, nigga, no, this nigga been snapping and shit like that. You know, I'm not just some overnight that just popped and is, like... When shit goes left, no one's there to vouch for you. You feel me? Like, I've been building 
a fan base for a very long time, more than like people know. You know? How did you get the song with Yachty in the first place? I paid for it. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, I was in high school and like imprint. He was getting bread, like you know what I'm saying. Like my brother was getting bread, dancing nigga songs and shit. And, like I think someone had gave him like some bread. You feel what I'm saying? Like someone had paid him like thirty bands and then like some thirty bands for another like video. For that was like two videos or something like that. Yeah. And like I was helping him with every video, so he just gave me on. He gave me like he was like like on some little brother shit. Like yeah, oh, oh here's six here, here's six bands or something. I'm like, and you bought a feature with it. Yeah, and at that time, like, Yachty had, like, just... I don't even think Yachty would remember this shit, like, for real. <laughs> like, I don't think Yachty would remember this but shit. But Yachty's, like, like, very with the culture and pays attention to the mm-hmm. underground and shit, so I wouldn't be surprised if he's kind of been observing you the whole way. But, yeah, like, I don't know. There's definitely people I met early I on I feel like that at that remember. time, though, yeah. like, he was just getting mad features. Like, mm. Broccoli had probably, like, just dropped. Right, and yeah. It was, like, one night in Broccoli. Probably like peak of you Yachty 1.0. And it was 2016... I like I'm like how much a feature da da da, it was like twenty five hundred, I was like bet I'm gonna get the twenty five hundred. I hit them back up with the twenty five hundred. They were like it's thirty five hundred. Like it was like <laughs> two days would go by, it's like it was going up like going that. Up. I'm like no no please like y'all said twenty five y'all just said twenty five hundred. I have the twenty five hundred like, and they was like bro I we'll do like three or something like that. And like I I was just like I sent it like here like. <laughs> and then like How long I'm on take? the school bus like a week later like bro and like I was sitting on the back of the bus I'm like what the fuck it was like Yachty 23 and I opened the folder and I played the verse and we just all started wilding in the back of the bus <laughs> like I'm sick. 16 years old we like <laughs> he would not know this shit like he would not know like he ain't even, we never even like spoke about doing the record. It was on some shit like, you know what I'm saying? Really? Like, I had met him a couple times on some shit like afterwards, but like, like this is how Yachty dab me up. Like, dab me up. <laughs> like, bro, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. like. I got a few of those in my life, yeah. I just yeah. got that the other day, accomplice con from him. Like, it was all bad. And Yachty, like, if you see this, like, it ain't even no, it ain't even no, it ain't even no pressure, <laughs> but like. I was like, damn. Like, Maybe that's just how he shakes hands. It is awkward <laughs> when you're like a celebrity because there's so many different ways that people dap you up in different parts of the country is normal. You know, uh-huh. like some people are like bringing in and hug. Some people really kind of do like a handshake. No, no, no. It was on New some York, shit. New York, they fucking on, snap It was fingers. on some shit. I was like, yo, what, like, what's good, Yadi? I fuss with your shit. Like, he was like this. Like, he was like this. Damn, yeah. <laughs> like, like, we was in the studio and shit. Like, he just... Like that happened to me. That happened to me with Yachty specifically. Yachty specifically, like three times. Like, right. I'm like, yo, like That's his thing. Then at this point, right? I mean, nah. I just felt like he just like, who the fuck is this nigga? He's like, famous as fuck. It's hard right. to like make right. them actually remember you. Honestly, like it, right. it, it's an underrated thing. But as a rapper who's trying to come up or whatever, you gotta kind of accept a little bit of the of the insult but and just yeah. keep rolling with yeah, it. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. It, it, it kind of just give me drive. As Like, that ain't to bash Yachty or nothing like right. that. Like, I ain't on some shit like, mm-hmm. like, nah, it was just on some shit like, like okay, I'm going to get lit enough to where, like, 
he respects my handshake. Because like, when, you you, when you're young in the game, it's hard to realize that somebody like Yachty has literally met like a mad, million people. Mad like niggas. so Word. many people. It's really fucking hard to keep all their names straight in Word. your brain, you know? <laughs> so you gotta you gotta kinda double so, triple but, down. You know? I mean I do I do think about shit like that and I'm like, nah, like every motherfucker I dap up. Like that's why like even like Heath, you came in, dap me up, like I stand up when I dap niggas up. Like mm-hmm. I I kinda give like the most up most respect like with a dap I, you know what I'm saying, look him in yeah. the eye and everything. Cause I don't want no one to ever feel like and this nigga just hold me like yeah you know that's real shit because yeah, that like, is real i met you before i even was working at no jumper well i was mm-hmm. working for no jumper just remote we was at metro mars video shoot mm-hmm. remember that right yeah and you show love that day that's why i, I fucked with you because i'm like bro you know what i'm saying because you got your shit going on mm-hmm. but you's always been humble and shit yeah but like what was you even doing with metro mars that day like what's your friendship uh bro what the fuck was i doing atlanta is like atlanta scene shooting. is like just Artists just be fucking linking. Like, I don't... Yeah. How the fuck? The you nigga, the nigga hard. Yeah, though. he hard. I fuck with Metro. <laughs> he came to my crib like a week after that. I was on shrooms all night going crazy. <laughs> it was like mutual friends. Like, I had, like, my boy Lovato also... He was there too. Yeah, he... Uh, I he, fuck with Lovato. He fought with um, Metro Mars. He was like, yo, we pulling up on Metro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Metro Mars. I was like, oh, bet. I think I just tagged along. And I, oh, yeah, right. and then like me and Metro, like tapped in, but I was already listening to Metro Mars and stuff like that at that time. As far as like the Atlanta scene, like who would you like? Who you would you say influenced you like from Atlanta that you looked up to coming Thug. out of there? Thug, mm. Thug for sure. Thug. You fuck with Gunner still? <laughs> You're making it this kind of interview. Dun, dun. I'm always on that stuff with time. I gotta, you know what I'm saying? Huh? How do you feel about the uh, Gunner shit? And got a young thug situation. I mean, I'm not one of them street ass like so OG really, rappers. He's unghetto. So it don't like the word gunner don't shake me like yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it shake OGs for some reason. I don't. It's but not like a when when you think about Atlanta like weird Atlanta rap, Yachty Thug like there's just like a lot of artists around that time period that were kind of like really because Atlanta uh, just been Yachty so on, and p- putting Yachty and Thug in the same like you're right era but that's a broad crazy. generalization because mm-hmm. th- you're talking about Thug who had been out and popping for like five years yeah, before yeah. Yachty came out but yeah. you know it's all kind of part of like a sin- a similar lineage of like, like weird Yachty, Atlanta rap that Cody kinda, Shane yeah Uzi a lot of you shit. know what I'm saying yeah. like Thug. It's like with Migos and them, like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, Thug, as time went by, became a more normal rapper. Mm-hmm. Even though he's still a freaky-ass rapper. But, like, <laughs> when you go back to his early shit, it was weird as fuck. Like, nothing I had ever heard before. Word, word, you know? word. And I still, he's, like, one of the strangest, most creative rappers out. We, we kind of, like, are just used to it now because his style became sort of normal. There's, like, word. so many rappers that kind of sound like that Thug. Sound that, like him, it yeah. makes you feel like Thug is normal now. Yeah. All right, here's a better. Who would you put on Atlanta... Mount Rushmore rapping. Um, <laughs> you're funny, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> we keep doing this to everybody, and everybody st- gets uncomfortable. I stay there, bro. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> bro, I'm gonna just say this first, y'all, bro. Like, y'all niggas be trying to act like niggas need. Like, I know you said Atlanta, but y'all be trying to act like niggas need biggies and the 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 Gucci mains and shit. Like, suck my dick, bro. Like, for real. Like, I'm not finna have. What y'all think I should have? I'm finna say my Atlanta Rushmore, and you're gonna have to 
deal with it, nigga. Like, no, well, I prefer that because if you're gonna do yeah. like all time, I mean, that's boring. That's yeah, like everybody should have the same answer if that's what it's gonna be. Wait, everybody should have the same answer. Well, if you're gonna do like the best or most important rappers, then everybody should have kind of the same answer, right? But wait, like, wait, wait, wait. say if, it. If say I'm it. gonna do a top five, then I'm gonna do my personal like top five that I've been the most moved by, the right. most motivated by, and that I spent the most time listening to right. throughout my life. Like Run DMC are some of the most important rappers of all time. I didn't grow up listening to it because I'm too young, you know? Right. Whereas also like Travis Scott is the most fucking important rapper in the world to a whole generation of kids. Mm -hmm. And it's just not that important to me. Oh, okay. Because of my age or whatever, you know? So it's like, if you're going to do a top five, let's hear your top five. Atlanta. Um, Thug. Number one. Number one. I feel that. Number one. Fucking Atlanta. Migos. That's big. Migos. They can be sure. one. I agree. They I, can be one. Yeah. On the on the yeah, Mount Rushmore. Yeah. I don't want to separate them and none. Migos. Well, because then you're done. Northside Legends. Yeah. <laughs> then I'm done. Well, if you put all three of them, then the Mount Rushmore is done. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Um. Atlanta. Yeah, just Atlanta or Georgia, or just in period. Just in in general. Yeah. Just my like. Wait, we talking about artists? Or? Artists like artists. Who you putting up there? My Mount, Mush, Mount Rushmore all all time of your favorite artists from of all time all time your favorite yeah <sighs> nigga one Michael Jackson nigga, oh shit I, yeah one number one is Michael Jackson if we doing that I'm no I'm Michael. talking about from Atlanta oh from, I was gonna uh, say oh yeah yeah I was gonna say no nah, Atlanta artists does Future have a place on this list Atlanta Mount Rushmore yeah for sure <laughs> in the overall Mount Rushmore definitely in but, the overall but on your personal I'm interested if he has a place. On on the Atlanta Mount Rushmore personally for me. Mm. Free Bang Gang. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thug, Future, Migos. Mm-hmm. Um Trinidad James. Andre three thousand playing a flute. What? Is that really a flute? Did he really not rap on that album? I haven't listened to it, but that's the word on the streets. Yeah, that's that's gonna piss me off. But um, I, I, I should probably listen to it. It's gonna be confusing. I might sample it though. That's what they saying on the streets. Like niggas gonna be sampling the hell out of that album. But hmm. they were saying that he's been playing flutes on a bunch of rappers' instrumentals, but made them promise to keep it low key. <laughs> I can look it up if you want. Number four, Soldier Boy. That's hard. I mm -hmm. like that. I like that. Even so though he's right. an op, I like that. He is? He don't fuck with no jumper. Yeah. Yo, for real? Yeah. He wants Damn. to be dead. Told you, baby. He, he said money. he's going to come up here, so. <laughs> he I mean, put he money on my head. He, don't. Yeah. he put a 50 piece on my head. Word? On yeah. God. On God? My phone, <laughs> On SODMG. Soldier Boy sent a hit. And you, and you still hear it. I'm just out here living. And I'm just doing the interview here. like. SODMG ain't what it used to be. I'm sorry. Like, do they know this location? Like, what's... I mean, they could probably figure it out. He probably got it. I am just kidding. 
because now you seem kind of uncomfortable. Like, I'm just like, yo, what? But like, if I did find that out, I wouldn't I'm, be that surprised. No, I'm just saying, like, yo, I would. I wasn't really out tripping. I was just like, yo, you a savage. Like, you just going to work every day. Like, no well, one has a 50 do? piece on your head. Like, if you found out there was money on your head, what would you do different? I I'm guess. not going to the same location every day. That's <laughs> that's one. <laughs> I'm switching it up. Like, all right, today we're recording here. Like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> But that's that's four, right? My, my, my yeah, that's right, fine. Yeah. We'll, we'll slide with it. Yeah, yeah. So okay, like then I feel like then you like really started blowing up on YouTube when you started doing the fucking all, all the the viral shit. Yeah, the diamond tester and like making a couple switch phones. That's yeah. when like YouTube was like, like you had rappers shit. scared walking through Linux. Scared, man. So who was the first <laughs> big rapper that you walked up on and did the diamond tester? And did you invent that, or was there somebody who you nah, got from? Kellen P invented that, but okay. like. I just like when I did it, it's just like when I did when I do any idea, I never made any idea that I do. Matter of fact, like I just want to put that out there. I've never created an idea. Mm-hmm. It's just every time I do something, it was just like people want to watch me do it. Like, you know, because yeah. like my energy and shit and just. And and you're young enough that and you, like, you don't I'm, do I'm it hand- as like biting. It's like, nah, this is like on TikTok. Everybody do the same yeah. dance. Everybody on doing YouTube, it. It's just when I do, when I do it. Yeah. yeah. When I do it, it's like. You know, that's, that's how the YouTube community be, like, public interviews and shit, like, everybody do the same one, like, for a moment of time, like, but, everybody gonna do kisser grabs, everybody gonna test strangers. But out, is there a line where it's, it is just straight up copying, and have you ever felt like somebody bit your shit too hard? Is that what you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Has someone like took like, one of your video concepts or anything from you that you like? Damn, that nigga bit my shit like all like, the way. Niggas said, I I wouldn't nah, because I, yeah. I don't give a fuck about YouTube. Like I I ain't I never had no passion. It was I ain't gonna lie. It was like it was just me. Like I could just hop on this shit, be like me and motherfuckers. Like damn, I like his energy, but like. And, nigga, I wanted bread. I'm not going to be sitting here and cap to y'all like, man, I'm passionate about being in the mall. What the fuck, nigga? You trying to get some cash. Like, it's like, bro, if if niggas said right now, like, you're not going to get no more cash for YouTube, I'm not doing it no more. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah, like, that's how that was. I'm just. Any of those uh, testing diamond videos, like, went bad? Like, a nigga was like, hey, don't put this out type shit. Oh yeah, 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 but yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh. A rapper like I, yeah. someone in the game? I kind of had to like stop doing them things. Like, yeah, almost yeah. got to fighting or something, right? Yeah, just like, bro, I, I don't want that. Like, as a, I'm an artist too, so it's kind of like I can't just be out here like with all Roasting these beats people, yeah. in Atlanta and shit, yeah. and like, cause like Atlanta's like weird, bro. You'll be fucking. You you gonna run into somebody again, like mm. whether you think you is or not, you just is. Because Atlanta is like a fun place, like the vibe of it is is energetic and fun and cultural. But then there's some scary ass dudes that you don't want to fuck with. <laughs> some scary and a lot of them wear dudes. chains. And a lot of them wear chains. <laughs> like I done met a lot of like of them niggas like yeah. off of doing the diamond test and shit. Like I ain't even know who they was. Ran up on them, tested it, beep beep beep. Oh shit! And then like go home and people. Post it and motherfuckers like, oh, that's like Big Meech's yeah. nephew or something. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, damn, like, just certain shit. Because if it's a random buster, it's hilarious. But if it's the kind of person who might do something, then all of a sudden it could get real tricky. 
Yeah, I definitely some different niggas definitely like try to threaten me and shit, but it's cool. Now I ain't gonna lie, like my the content that I really like, I've been watching the Diamond Tester shit, but the swapping the phones, yeah, that was like that shit did it. That's that was, was way like, better. Yeah, that shit really was hitting. Like niggas was getting mad at that because like you kind of fucking up niggas game on that one. Like what's the worst? I don't worst? know though. I feel like I was really helping niggas more than fucking up that game. Like How imagine so? you chilling in the mall with your bitch, you spending a bag on her. And then some <laughs> random ass nigga on ghetto comes out of nowhere and shows you that your bitch is sending niggas hard eyes and shit. Bro, thank me. I'd be hurt. You feel me? Like, bro, it's like, I. oh, y'all trust each other? How long y'all been together? Three years. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, y'all <laughs> ever been through each other's phone? You ever been through our phone? Nah, I don't go through phones. Try be all. I'm yeah. like, bro, I'm finna show you what's up today. Open that phone up. She, oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. What's up? Let, let me go to the phone. Wait one minute. Go to the phone. You see what's going on. Like, what percentage of people would agree to it versus just like, nah, we ain't doing that? I like. At first, like 90%. Like the first video. But then they started The first video go, went so fucking viral. <laughs> it went so fucking viral. Like, 8 million on YouTube and like 80 million on Facebook. Holy shit. And Bro, you're monetized on there too? No, I'm talking about just Facebook pages. Oh, people just post People steal it. my shit all day. Yeah, like, yeah. like you, you don't post to Facebook? Nah. Remind me to hit you up about that. I could get you a deal. Okay, for sure. Bet. Yeah, like, <sighs> crazy shit. Okay, so it went stupid viral. It, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like after that, like 10% of couples, like, it would be like, nah, not like niggas would see me with a, like, you know what I'm saying? And be like, <laughs> like, just like straight up. I ain't even yeah. say nothing. They'll see me across funny. the hallway. Like, like they already know type shit. So it became like really hard to do those videos. And the malls, the malls in Atlanta be hating, man. Lennox Mall be hating oh, like a motherfucker, bro. Just like, filming in general. Just trying to take a nigga to jail, bro. Like for Over filming? Bro, because it's, no, because it's me filming. Oh, really? I walk in the mall, and camera on. or not, niggas like, whole team like following, like, bro, I know y'all following me. Like, they'll like try to like, lag, linger on behind me and yeah. my niggas is like, bro, I know y'all following me. I'm not, I have to walk up to the fucking, I'm not doing a fucking video today. I'm chilling, like, relax. I'm shopping today. Like, you, for, you feel me? Yeah. Like, Lennox be hating, man. Like, and the whole time, I made Lennox a staple. I made Lennox a huge monument in, because every single video it would seem to be like, yo, I'm at Lennox Mall. People would, <laughs> and it would ring like, yo, people would literally be like, yo, I got to travel to Atlanta and go to Lennox Mall. Because I feel like the Lennox Mall is like the center of hip hop in a way, because Atlanta is the center of hip hop in mm -hmm. America, and the fucking mall is kind of like the place where everybody's got to go <laughs> at least once in a while. And you know, everybody and it's be just there. like the number one. It's like a, an all day club mm -hmm. yeah you know so when they see and, this, and then when they seeing me like catch other celebrities in the mall testing their diamonds and stuff it, it it you know all that shit was just all at once helping a lot <laughs> nah, you was going yeah. crazy how you and Blueface get so cool cause I see him he in a couple of your YouTube videos and shit too uh great American <laughs> I just I just I think I just I just DM'd him on some shit like yo let's do a video and he was like uh, bet like, like, pull up, and I was I I had capped actually I was like, 
I'm gonna be in LA tomorrow, like on some shit. Like, you think if I tell Blueface I'm be in LA tomorrow, he'll do a video with me, like, Make it, like urgent. On some, yeah, like yeah. I'm gonna be in LA um, tomorrow. Like, we need to do a video. It's uh, it's my last day. Whole time I'm in Atlanta, I don't have no flight or nothing. <laughs> yeah. But he just hit back and was like, "Okay, bet." Like, pull up, pull up in the afternoon. I'm like, "Fuck!" I go straight to the <laughs> internet, like trying to book a flight. I'm like, "This shit like seven hundred dollars." I'm like, "Fuck it," book the shit. I made like three bands within like the first hour of the video dropping. So it was like, we did a smasher pass, like, um, smasher pass, like where he just saying like who he smasher pass and shit. And we like saying who he smasher pass. And the shit did like, the shit went so crazy. Like the shit did like a million views in like 40 hours on YouTube. And yeah, I had to take it down. Cause like, what? yeah. Why? You know, rock. Hmm? nah, this was nah, 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 nah. He Come made on. you take it down, or it got taken down by YouTube? Nah, just you know, one of the girls in the video, one of the celebrities, they wasn't feeling it, whatever. Oh, like, and so they asked him. To no, I, I woke up to like ten DMs, like, like this ain't cool. Did he say he something disrespectful about her? Da da da. Nah, he was just like smash, but like. I guess he like actually smashed. <laughs> so like, was it she was like nah, nah, nah. You gotta tell me off camera. I wanna know. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, yeah, I'm a, 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 I'm like she felt tried on some shit, but it was like, bro, smash in these type of videos a good thing. Like we're saying, like you're bad. Yeah. It just means you're hot. Yeah. It's like nobody else. Like I asked. Like nobody. Everybody else was cool. Mulatto was like, so everybody was like, yeah. This particular motherfucker was like just I fucking. Mean, they had they had hit up whack. They had hit oh, up what? fucking like their, they had fixed up their major. They had hit up their major label like. I'm getting like hit rings and all types of shit. I'm like, bro, I'm just gonna take it down. I took right. it down, took her out the video and put it back up oh, and okay. hit three million views again. But it was like, oh, damn, damn. This shit would probably hit like 10 mil by now. Yeah, right. Momentum was crazy. You can't, like, you can't sit in makeup for two hours every day, get your hair done every week, get fake tits and a BBL, wear tight ass shiny pants, and then be mad that, a that guys think that you're hot <laughs> and wanna fuck you. Now they should still be cool about it, but you can't be mad at them that that's tight shit. Especially in a Smasher Pass, we must respect the Smasher Pass tradition. You're supposed to respect that tradition. tradition. You feel me? Like yo, we've been doing this and for it, a long time online. My girl, like one of her first viral videos was a Smasher Pass. For real, it was just her saying what dude she thought was hot with her friend. Like, yeah, it's a classic. Like, okay, might have hurt my feelings a little bit back then, but you know. <laughs> Wait, like when she was your girl back then, like she was already your girl, or you was looking at her like type shit. I think I don't know if we we're like really dating or we we're like kind of starting to hang out. Like, Who Lena? Yeah, Lena. Lena. At that time, how you a, say her name? Lena. Lena. Okay. She made a smash her pass. Oh, that's but your I mean, that's your girl. That's yeah. your wife. Isn't well, that your wife? Later on, she got smashed. So by like you, right? Okay. Or like just like a big dude. <laughs> <laughs> Someone in there. He didn't pass. He smashed. <laughs> so we predicted the future. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you just met her too, right? Well, you seen her in there? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Here. She was just like, 
she ain't speak to me. She just telling him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She finds the whole rap thing confusing. I got to introduce her to everybody. She won't say hi to anybody here. Uh-huh. So who do you, uh, who does Wait, 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 your girl what? I gotta like introduce her to people. She doesn't like, she, wants, she doesn't like said, walk in and say hi to everybody sitting around because she doesn't know who everybody is oh. until she like sees them a couple of times usually. Okay, you didn't say the word head. Head? Okay, no. You did not say the word head, right? I just want to clarify. Head? I did not hear head. I like, she was <laughs> I thought you, I, I swear I thought, she wants to give head to everybody in here. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> like, she wants to say hi. Oh, she wants to say hi to everybody. I'm like. <laughs> You're fucking fucking. No, if, I catch you, if I catch you giving Remo top, it's going to be a problem. <laughs> I wouldn't even do it, man. Yeah, listen here, lady. That's not That's very wifely of you. <laughs> and because why just him? Like, why he can't? Just like, an example. Oh, oh. But like, so you would feel the same way about like anyone else. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Just, just. Except Josh, because he's my brother-in-law. So that would seem more fucked up. Wait. Oh, like he would be more fucked up. Yeah. Be like, I was gonna say, like, except Josh, he. Like, would, I was gonna say, damn, like, I'd be like cheating and incest. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I gotta take a piss. I'll be right back. All right. Let's put it on pause real quick. All right, man. Nah, we keep it going. I was going. gonna say, right, so what's look, up, yeah, Remo? Yeah. What's up? All right, so like, who be helping you like come up with the concepts and shit like behind uh like your? Can music I do videos? this? Yeah. Okay. It's your you. world. Like you design, like you edit your videos and shit because you you a creative ass nigga. So I'm just assuming that you do. You got your hands on the creative part on everything you do. Yeah, I was editing my YouTube videos on my Not phone. YouTube music videos. Oh, my music videos, yeah. bro. I'm like Matt and excuse me, you know what I'm saying? Like I know I'm a I'm an artist and shit. You know what I mean? Like, my all my music videos, bro, like, my manager be even saying, like, yo, like, everybody says I'm, like, I might as well just take the job. Like, you feel mm -hmm. me? Like, I be mad involved in everything, you know? Like, I don't, I'm not the type of artist that's just going to, like, pay you a bag to do something and just kind of let you do it and just give it to me. Like, you know? I, yeah. I know that everybody's, like, good at what they do and stuff like that, but, like, I be knowing like exactly how I want stuff and ex I be having a vision. And when I have a vision, it needs to come to life like exactly the way I need it to, you know? And like with certain music videos like Plastic where I was like, okay, like I'm gonna let shit just, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna let people do what they do. They're, they're the professionals. Certain shit didn't turn up how, turn how I wanted it to and then it gets 12 million views and it's like, fuck. And people are mentioning certain shit that I that I would that I would have changed, so it's kind of like damn, like damn, I wouldn't have picked that bitch to be in the music video. Like that mm. they're saying looks like a fucking fifty year old white woman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm guessing on the video you just dropped recently, like a month ago, the scene video, mm -hmm. it was more creative, like more hands on. Yeah, hell yeah, like the video far. Yeah, all the way. So what's the how you come up with the concept behind that one? Uh, Y'all on the tennis court? Yeah, scene. <sighs> I just be sleeping on it. I be I be like playing shit over like and over and sleeping on it for like days. And it was like until I don't know, like I look up to like Tyler the Creator, Childish Gambino and stuff like that when it comes to visuals. I feel like Tyler has always taken his visuals super serious. Like, you know? So like like no matter how silly or goofy it was, you couldn't like deny the quality of the video. You know what I'm saying? Like the quality of the visuals. And good visuals be making the song 10 times better when someone doesn't really fuck with the song like that. So I take visuals serious. That's why, like, ta-da, fire video. 
Fire. You got a Tyler the Creator had a, a thing that went viral the other day because I think on his uh, Nardwar interview he said, you know, rappers want people to take their music serious, but then they come out and they do sneaker shopping shows and they do you know sort of frivolous content, which I thought was an interesting point because it's like. If, if the reason why rappers do that is because if they do a bunch of interviews just talking about their music, that's not going to be viral or whatever. But then right. meanwhile, if you're like Childish Gambino and you do sneaker shopping, you're going to get like 4 million views. And it'll at least remind people you have an like, album coming out. Mm -hmm. so, so how do you feel about that? Because that's kind of the whole question is like, should you do things outside of music to promote your music? Yeah, like that's like... Like saying I should have never like did YouTube to promote my music. Nigga, I was doing YouTube to promote my music and like realizing like, bro, my numbers is better than niggas who just rap. You see what I'm saying? It's like, I'm looking at niggas who just rap and it's like, do you have over five to 10 music videos with millions of views? No. Do you, you know what I'm saying? Do you have songs with millions of streams? Well, some of them do, but it's like, it's some niggas that just rap that, or you know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't know. I, I feel like it's the same thing. I feel like you got to do, sometimes you got to do things that intrigue an audience and just remind them of the music once you have their attention. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, you work smarter. Like, yeah, I think Tyler, uh, and Tyler, Tyler Tyler's was doing, touch. Tyler was doing silly shit with his friends. Like, yeah, on Lord of Squad. I don't know why he's like, all of a sudden, like. I think Tyler, he, I fuss with you heavy, though. He's kind of out of touch on this, though, because it's like in re, he has the privilege of being such a fucking celebrity and such a fan base that he can just put such music a out. star. He doesn't have to do interviews. He doesn't have to do anything. Him doing Nardwar right. is a favor to Nardwar. That's right. like, oh, I respect you, so I'm going to do this content with you. Mm -hmm. And it's not even like at the time he's putting an album out or whatever. And like he doesn't seem to really be in touch with the struggle mm -hmm. of the average rapper who's just desperate for anybody to pay attention for to For some them. attention. And it's like... By the way, I just I just I just saved that to my watch later. The Nardwar interview, you did another one. I was like, gotta watch this. Right. Like, well, if Tyler does a Nardwar interview, is like, let's go to like. You I, know, I should watch the whole thing. You go. I'm just going off. But yeah, bro, like nigga has like some crazy ass undeniable like you could just drop today and you're gonna do at least a hundred thousand first week mm. type fan base. Everybody don't got that. You know what I'm saying? So to be saying like, bro, y'all promo runs are stupid. Like, <laughs> nigga, damn. Like, yeah, that's crazy. Because like the first thing I think I seen with Tyler Creator was him eating a roach. So I was like, nigga, you was doing that. But he was like a wild ass, crazy skateboarder kid doing all this crazy shit. And now he's a fucking rich dude who is still in touch with like the youth lifestyle and shit. Yeah, no, but no Tyler he's Slander. He's also kind of disconnected lie. from No Tyler bit, Slander. No Tyler Slander. No, not sure. at all. Yeah. But I mean, he definitely doesn't need to go do sneaker shopping. Yeah, but yeah, but I can't agree with every single opinion just because no Tyler Slander. But like, he put the chicken wings on there too, hot ones. Yeah, I think that he like came straight heard, for complex. Yeah, yeah, he can't. Yeah, that was crazy. Those like, are complex damn. properties. He could have just said promo runs. He said he he mentioned it like three times too. We might not be talking about it if he hadn't specified the hot wing show and the sneaker shopping show. You know, I don't know <laughs> if he had just been real general, then we probably wouldn't be talking about it. You know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Did you go to Complex Con this year? Uh, yeah, I went. Oh, uh, I seen you there. I'm yeah, tripping. Yeah, yeah. We seen each other. <laughs> yeah, no like, shit, right? damn. Yeah. <laughs> what you, you seen? Uh, what you did when Ian Connor got to fight him? Ian Connor got to fight him? Yeah, Complex Con. Literally, like, right after I seen you. Nah. Yeah. Right after you seen me? Yeah, like, you, cause you showed up late when I seen you. That's when you <laughs> was just getting there. Like, it literally just happened right after that. I didn't see that. Yeah, you didn't see Karimo that. Karimo was hyped that he got who to see fought? a viral fight in real life. Who he fought? Nah, uh, fucking... <laughs> Uh, Uno, Uno, the Uno the Activist, yeah. 
Uno the activist? Yeah. Shout out Uno nah, the activist. It was just a lot of commotion in that motherfucker. I was like, damn, it was just Shout out Uno, out bro. Why they, why they fight? Mm. Old shit. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I knew. I wish I could remember oh, they was like, beefing? the I root know that. of why they wouldn't get along, but it's been a long time. Oh, I know that they didn't get along. I, I didn't either. But yeah. I also, I'm not surprised because they were around during that era. At the shout same out, time shout shit. out, shout out Uno, though. I wonder if Uno talks shit about Ian on the podcast. Great music, great I music. Know. I can't remember. Who do you listen to right now or who do you fuck with music? Tizo. Mm. <laughs> like, Tizo. Tizo's going crazy right now. Going stupid. Very, like, niggas like Tizo, like, Tizo, Kanye, like, they remind me of myself. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, they have such an artistic, like a wild artistic expression. And like they show it through their fashion and like on their body and in their videos. And like for you see someone like Atizo and you like, wow, like he's just on a run. He's just killing shit right now. And it's like most people wouldn't see the last 10 years of his work. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. or... Just like him having a passion for this and like having to rebrand himself multiple times or like, you know what I'm saying? Just like yeah. all that, like and him being over 30 years old, like, you know, like motherfuckers, because it became such a popular thing that like you like 28 and you ain't made it like, like what you doing, bro? Like go, nigga, go start a family or something. You feel me? But it's like, bro, like. 25, 30, you know what I'm saying? Them, them, like, them prime years for niggas, like, you go crazy. You could really go crazy. Motherfuckers don't be understanding that, though. Like, Yeah, if you want to be successful, you definitely can't just give up at 30. Yeah. I didn't get problems until, like, 32, 33. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't even, like, doing this shit until like, then. I was doing the bike riding shit, and then finally something outside of that started to mm, work after all those years, you know? Y'all heard that. Adam ain't get popping till 33,000. But a lot of people, old. too, fucking, like, Nicki Minaj, Future, like, these are people who didn't really get to be popular until they were, like, damn near 30. Even Jay-Z dropped yeah. his, like, first album, like, 29 or something. You feel me? So it's like... I have that mindset now. I used to be one of them motherfuckers, like, in the 2016, 20, like, wave where all these motherfuckers started just becoming younger and younger and younger, it did feel like, okay, if I don't make it by, like, 20, I'm done. But, like, before I know it, bro, I'm 23. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I'm just now, like, with the shit I just dropped, I'm just, like, getting, like, major, like, artists reaching out to me, like, like on some like really respectable shit, like like mainstream niggas, like the, the NLE choppers and the like, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, like, I don't like the name drop, but like a lot of niggas reaching out to me like, yo, music is yo. I seen you with Sexy Rare, right? What, what y'all was doing? Uh, we, were just, we were just chilling. We were just chilling, making videos, doing just chilling. Where you know her from? I met her, I met her on the strip in Miami. Oh. I met her on the strip in Miami. Um, she was shooting Pound Town. Really? And oh, that the video that she shot like yeah. during the fucking party weekend or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. There's like two versions of the video. Yeah, and, and there's the, one with Suki Hana where they're just shaking ass all over the city. Yeah, it was the Miami one, the spring break one. Yeah, and like yeah. she was just going down the street and like kind of promoting her shit. She, had, she it was like there was playing Pound Town out loud, and I was like about to leave. I had like took a million fucking fan pictures. I was kind of like, bro, it was. My target audience was out there, like, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, the, the young wild kids. I was like, bro, I'm out this bitch. I was leaving, and I guess, like, someone from her team was like, yo, like, 
uh, artist named Sexy Red, she's over there. Like we we fuck with you, da da da. Um, you're in ghetto. Um, can you just hop in her video real quick? Now, like at the time, I ain't even really like it. Ain't really her name didn't really ring a bell. But I was just like, oh okay, bet. Like fuck it. I went over there and I like picked her up, and just like she was like twerking on me and shit. And then like she posted it and was like, "On ghetto got strong knees or whatever." And then like, yeah. And then I just DM'd her and shit, and then we had made a YouTube video. Shit just went crazy, and like it was. You gotta love it because she has fucking exploded, and she still seems like she's showed love to a lot of underground people, mm -hmm. a lot of people who aren't as big as her. And I'd be surprised. Even okay, what's crazy is that she brought out Katie Got Bands on that one performance, and and that was just like, oh damn, that's sick as fuck that you're like paying homage to somebody who homage? realistically homage. Homage? Homage, you could say, too, yeah. Okay. All right. I dropped the H. Yeah. Um, but to somebody who realistically blew, had her moment in, like, 2011 or some mm. shit, and she just has love for her and just, like, embracing that's her. Super I mean, that's super hard. Yeah, like, Sexy Red is hard, man. Sexy Red is hard. Sexy Red, uh, she, she real. She's she for the culture right you know there. You know what I'm saying? She, 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 she too big for niggas now, but, nah, she <laughs> she real, you know what I'm saying? She She's huge, you feel me? And, like, even seeing her, um, yeah, like, when she like popped, she just did a song with Lancey. And it was like, oh shit, mm -hmm. like, damn, like she she be tapped in with what's going on, like with the underground and shit. That shit hard. Where do you see yourself five five years from now? Like where do you wanna be in your career? Um putting lip gloss on. <laughs> Vaseline, I stay with the Vaseline, <laughs> man. <laughs> Tennis, top ten essentials. But uh five years from now, I see myself five years from now, I see myself um, a hard, a hard ticket artist, you know, like a hard ticket artist mainstream. That's where I see myself. Mm. You want to do arenas and shit like that? Have that kind of fan base where you can sell out serious venues consistently. That would I don't make really, you yeah. feel like you had reached a certain level. Yeah, I don't mm. really give a fuck to say like, not I don't really give a fuck, but like, it's not really like a thing for me to say like, yeah, I'll be selling out arenas. Like, that's but a, like, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot, you know, and but like selling hard tickets is not like an easy, you mm -hmm. know, like overnight thing unless like you have like some kind of blow up like Sexy Red. There's like, a lot of ways you can measure success, but if you can like yeah. do a tour of the U.S. and play a lot of the major cities and even just do like 500 person <laughs> venues on average, that's, what I was gonna say. that's a serious fan base. That's, and that's, that's, that that's probably means real, your streaming is making serious money. That's and, a real and fan base, bro. And everything, and, yeah. And that's where I see myself like with a core fan base that's just like going crazy. Like I wouldn't even say 400, 500. I say like a couple thousands, like mm. you know what I'm saying. Um, Levels. Yeah. I say selling out. Definitely selling out, like, definitely selling out I see it. venues. I see sure. it, for sure. Like, a lot of people, whether they see it or not, like, I've seen everything that I've accomplished from me being fucking 14. So, like, I don't, you know, I don't really, like, you know, a lot of people talk a lot and say, like, what they're going to do and, like, what they're going to be like, yeah, I'm going to have, like, 10 plaques and shit like that. And, uh, but, like, they just, like, do all the wrong things to not, like, you know. And, like, I know how to pick myself back up when I, like, feel like I missed the window or I, like, like fucked up or, like, lost my engagement or, like, lost touch with, um like, my fan base as far as the music, like. Bro, like, niggas thought I was over with, bro. Mm. Niggas thought I was over with. Niggas was like, bro, like, 
musically at least, you're done. Like, you feel me? After like 2021, 2022, niggas was like, yeah, it's over with for you, bro. Like, plastic is the last time. Like, these, like, that moment was the, the last time you're gonna see this shit. You're not testing Stranger's Diamonds no more. You're not doing this no more. It's over with for you. Then I dropped Tada fucking three months ago and shit got 1.3 million views, like, and fucking 2 million streams. Like, I know I still got this shit, bro. And it's like, you know, then I dropped Scene and it's streaming like a motherfucker and like all these mainstream niggas is like, let's do music. It's like, bro, like, I'm talented as fuck. And that's the difference between niggas that other people that they see that do YouTube and music. My music, bro, if if it's a shot at other people, fuck it. But like, my music is actually good. Like, it's actually good. It's not like good for a YouTuber. Like, it's good. Nah, like, you, you got some good shit out there. Like, I was definitely like today before we did an interview, I was just tapping in. And I'm like, yeah, bro, as you, I see it. You going like when you say our tickets, I see you selling that shit. And mm -hmm. the fact that you've been able to like have moments and then in your own words fall off and then get mm -hmm. it back and get some momentum going again and shit, that to me is like very, very impressive and kind of like bodes well for your career because the truth is, is that most people who have a viral moment, that's it. That's it. 98%. That's it. It's it. It's over. And they're going to talk about that moment. Yeah. Like, Four years from now, like, yeah, yeah man, like, y'all remember, I did this. Yeah. Like, I did this in 20, 2018, how was this? Or like, like, bro, do it again. Or like, do something new, you know what I'm saying? Or else you're going to be that annoying-ass nigga talking about the one accomplishment he's made with one fucking viral little moment that he had three years ago. But like, I've never wanted to be that guy. Like, oh, I have so much accomplishments that it's like, if when I look at my shit or I look at like the fucking numbers I put up as far as anything, I'd be like, damn. Like, I don't talk about like, yeah, like I did videos with this person or I did like, I have over, over 200 million YouTube views. You know what I'm saying? With not even 200 videos. Like, I like, but I don't talk about like shit like that. Cause honestly, YouTube, I don't give a fuck about YouTube. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm artists at heart like always and it's like i feel like now for within the last three months since i dropped tada is like a new beginning for me like i don't even count everything else i feel like with the new name and just like my music actually being good because if you ask me all the lit shit that i dropped before was trash that's just how i feel about my music like personally i feel like this shit was ass, but like people, it was it was ass to me, but it was like better than other niggas. So people would be like, "Oh, like damn, like Unghetto's yeah. good for you." But you kind of slowed down on posting the YouTuber shit, right? Mm -hmm. As the years have gone by, yeah, it's more of a sporadic thing now. Yeah, it just be like when it's something I like. That's just like a bag, or like I just really want to do it. Like I use, I mostly like will sit down with a celeb or some shit now, like, uh, but. I, like as far as being in the malls running around like especially in atlanta like bro i'm i'm too lit to be doing shit like that mm. like you know what i'm saying motherfuckers know me but if you had like a sexy red moment right now and just had like the biggest fucking song in the world mm -hmm. do you think you would totally stop doing youtube shit or would you just do it different and maybe be more selective it's a weird decision i like with me like bro i, I already like my fan base is not the. I don't have the fan base that like expects YouTube videos from me all the time. Cause but like, they do want to see you win. Yeah, they want to see me win. But uh -huh. it's like, I've always been dropping 
like one video a month on some shit. So it's like, it wouldn't really make a difference if I'm like dropping a, I wouldn't, you know what I'm saying? One video a month. It'll be like, now I'm just lit on you, like lit in the music industry doing that. Like if I had a, honestly, if I had like a sexy red major crazy hit, like YouTube probably over with. I ain't gonna lie. Like right. only time I do some YouTube shit is like, I'm chilling with a fucking artist or something and like we just do some little cool entertaining shit like for right. real. but that's already what I've been doing like with Sexy Red and shit like that Blue like face, with yeah. Blueface and Bobby Shmurda and like yeah. with with everybody like that's just I, I be hanging with an artist and I do some shit like and it'll just go viral are like, you sober? yeah totally sober yeah like what's totally sober? well I don't know you don't smoke or drink? Uh, I be drinking sometimes I oh okay it. You just yeah. seem like you probably don't really get fucked up. Nah, I don't be smoking though. But I definitely, definitely was high for two days straight off an edible. Like by accident or I mean, I wouldn't do that on purpose. Like what you mean? <laughs> like, like eating the edible. Like, did you eat it by accident? Oh nah. I I ate it on purpose. I just underestimated it. It was <laughs> it was one gummy. We've all been there. Wow, one gummy did it? One gummy. But the oh, nigga shit. did tell me, like, he did tell me, and the nigga was huge. He was like, This gummy had me stuck here at work. Cause it was a it was a dude like who owned a restaurant. He was like, it had me stuck at the restaurant hmm. all night. Yeah, if you have no tolerance of fifty or hundred milligram candy is gonna like, fuck you up. Yeah. What? The one gummy? And even a lot of people who smoke weed. The edible just hits different, and it might like you, you have like blunt tolerance, but you don't have like edible tolerance. I think I was so fucking scared, dog. <laughs> I had that. I slept like twenty four hours. I was so scared. Bro. It was a long time ago, but it fucking ruined like, me. I told my little brother call the police. <laughs> the police? What are they gonna do? <laughs> I was right. Like, like what? arrest me. <laughs> I was like, I said, call the police. And I was like, call. The I mean, the ambulance is. Yeah, I told him call the ambulance. Yeah. I was moving in slow motion. That's why. <laughs> and that really weird. turned you off the weed after that. The edibles. That that experience. Yeah. But it's like now that it's over with, it was kind of fun, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, sleeping for twenty four hours is nice. Mm, nah, I kind of feel like ass after like not working. Yeah, yeah. After not grinding, like, I feel trash. Like, that's honestly damn. like the best thing about drugs in general is just getting a good night's sleep. What? Only a few of them are really going to do that for you, but like the pain pills and the Zans just really get 10 hours sleep and wake up feeling pretty good. Speaking of drugs, you look like way more normal now than you do on the day of your birthday party. Like, oh, really? Yeah, you was like zooted or something. I was high right? as fuck. I was just smoking weed. I wasn't okay. even drunk. Yeah, like, you was zooted. Honestly, I was just like, like just talking to that many people like for hours and hours and hours by the end of it I was just like I didn't even drink but I was smoking hella cigs I was just bumming cigs left Yo, and right you, you looked at like a rapper <laughs> like nah, no was, shirt thing right yeah no shirt with the fucking with the denim fit I was like yo I think I should have had some chains this nigga looks like a rapper if I borrowed some of the homies' chains, I feel like I would have been able to really pull off like another level of that look. Yo, swear. But this I'd be nigga scared like, to, I don't want to put those chains on top of my chest right, hair. Bro. I feel like I'm asking this nigga for nigga look it. like he was supposed to be in this seat, bro. Like, mm. like he would be in this seat. Like, birthday, right? I could rap. Talking about, like, you might motivate me to rap. Right? You never know. <laughs> 22 album in 2024. I mean, it would be one of the greatest narratives in hip-hop history. 
That would be. You're a podcaster for eight years. You're a white guy who realistically is not that swaggy. Wait, you never made a song before? No. Like, no rapper was like, hop on a song? No. Why? I just. Would you you have have said no? I mean, I guess, yeah, some rappers have tried to suggest that, but not a lot. They kind of can tell that I'm just not going to do it. What about the Birdman approach of just talking over their song? You did any of that? Well, see, that's what would have been crazy is Uh. that X, back in the day, asked me to do an intro for one of his songs. And then, and I did it, I recorded it, I sent it to him. And then he put out a track list for a project that never came out. And it says on the track list featuring Adam 22 on one of the songs. And then it just never came out. And it would have been like the craziest shit ever if that came out. But that's kind of like how Academics is on a whole lot of red. I, I, I don't feel like people talk about the fact that he was on Whole Lot Red, even though that t- that's a really big deal. Like, did you even know that? Did you know that? Wait, who uh, was on Whole Lot of Red? Academics. You know oh yeah, about? yeah. Okay. On, the, on the, I just like feel like for Christmas. I, that's the Christmas present. Yeah. Right. I just feel like I never hear people mention it, whereas I feel like it's right, a really big right, deal. Right. There was so a like, Juice World album that I, I think used part of my voice too, but I never really heard anybody talk about it. True. Maybe people just don't realize it's me. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. I don't want to be the focal this point anyway. right there, bro. Like, yeah. them, like got me, them got me crying. Like, you want to try the whoops? Um, like, they're in there? Spoiler, just go get some Fruit Loops. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, wasn't he, like, like annoyed for these, about these? Yeah, we keep moving them back and forth. They're oh. EOs or whoops. We, don't, we can't make up our mind. I'm crying. Actually, the reason why they are like this right now is because uh, BJ moved the Dirk EOs to the top. <laughs> but but he's making Crip Mac cereal now too. So like these are like Chicago niggas that like come in here and they're like, no, this Chicago guy over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm fucking. Somebody cry. from O Block came in and took the sixty thirty in cereal and switched it with the O Blockian cereal, and then, boom, here we are. <laughs> Not that did Dark ever live in O Block? He's an affiliate. Damn near. Um, do you have any ops? Anyone we should know about? Um, nah. <laughs> <laughs> it just made me think, like, oh, we didn't ask him if there's anybody he hates. I could have I done some research. Well, I got to have ops because I'm black? No, because you're a rapper. Oh. And not that you have to. It's just a lot A lot of rappers do. Okay. But, I mean, definitely better to just get along with everybody. Would you ask, like, Matty B or, like, if he had ops? Do you think of him as a rapper? Hmm? When's the last time he put music out? <laughs> Matty B was relevant <laughs> for a while. I, uh, I haven't uh, thought about him in so long. Do you ever get uncomfortable? Like, do, do, do niggas trump this nigga? Or like, because that's why I'm trying to do it. And he's like, kind of just chilling. Like, what are they going to do? Yeah, he's 15 yeah. million subscribers. Oh, Lord. Who? His numbers are not. Well, Maddie, Maddie B. B. Oh. He put out a video. You know what I'm saying? Maddie B is still going crazy. Huh? If you can get a feature with anybody, who would it be? Maddie B. Like, right now in the game. His numbers were good, but if then the his feature most, will come right now. His mm-hmm. most recent video is ter- has terrible views. I don't understand this. I can't say, man. It got it's like it's like multiple like guys that I would do a song with right now. If you had like right now tomorrow, they said the features coming in. Who you want a song with? Drake. Mm. That's a stimulus. Because <laughs> you, just, you That's said right code. now tomorrow the features <laughs> I mean, coming in. Besides Drake. Drake, like everyone's gonna go with the Drake. <laughs> besides Drake. Uh, right now, coming in the features coming in tomorrow. The features coming in tomorrow. The features coming in tomorrow. I don't know because it's like it's, there, there's business answers and then there's like creative like yeah I got to work creative with this answer. answer. Like who? Oh okay. Tizo or Uzi. Mm. Yeah. 
You met Uzi before? I've never met. I, yeah, I have. I have. I have. It was like yeah. rolling loud. He got off stage. I'm like, go. What do you think? The biggest possible feature. Oh, and I, and I like was like, yo, like how much it fit type shit on one day. <laughs> like, but like I never like met him. Like, yeah. Okay, yeah. besides Drake, who's the biggest feature you can get? Cardi, Uzi, Travis Char- Scott. Oh. Uh, Who else? Cardi. Cardi. Cardi over Travis right now, you think? A feature? Yeah. Bro, Travis got the Cardi stimulus with Fiend. That's a fact. That's like the biggest song on that tape, maybe? Yeah. Damn. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, feature? What feature is like, what feature is like, a motherfucker's fan base gonna dick ride more? Yeah, yeah. Think, think with your wallet, not your artistic side. Yeah. You like, gotta just do, do the one that's gonna make the most eyeballs get on you, you know? The most eyeballs? That's, damn, I don't know, though. More eyeballs going. <laughs> What's going on? We'll cut this out. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, is that the fifty on your head? Like, <laughs> yo, that was funny. <laughs> Appreciate you, Tone. All right. Wait. Okay. You think that the Cardi is gonna the feet the chat? What? What feature is more is 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 more like is gonna get more right. eyeballs Card- on you? Cardi will probably turn you up more. You at this think point because, Adam okay. Twenty Two thinks Cardi Playboy Cardi feature is gonna get more eyeballs than a Travis Scott feature? I think. I want you. Cardi to seems like he has like a higher percentage of hitting at this point than Travis. Of hitting, like it'll hit more. Of like the song just hitting, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And Cardi's very, very rare, so when he yeah, puts out a song, rare. he just does rare. anything, everybody stops and pays attention. Yeah, yeah, he's just rare. And in comparison, like Uzi's put out a couple albums over the last couple of years, Travis Scott just put out an album. Cardi feels like every time he drops something, it goes crazy. Mm-hmm. For better or for worse. No matter what, huh? Mm. Cardi for sure. Damn. Yeah. I feel it. Nah, Cardi definitely going crazy. Like, I was at SoFi Stadium when he came out. For Travis right. Scott. Damn, you was Engine there. It was crazy, bro. Damn. You can get one feature. Who? Joe Rogan. Like, me here? <laughs> I mean, you can get one guest. For me, here. a feature is a podcast guest. Yeah, if you that's that's the guest. Like, if you can get one guest, like he's well, coming to he's coming tomorrow. Okay, in terms of like thinking with my my wallet, in terms of who would make the most money and like get me the most new eyeballs slash subscribers. He's first, coming tomorrow. First person Five, that comes to mind four. is Joe Rogan. He's the biggest podcaster. Joe Rogan. If I got a three hour Joe Rogan interview, that's gonna be fucking massive for the channel. Okay, now on the other hand, damn, you got Drake. Did I missed something. A Drake interview would be insane. Wait, who's Joe Rogan? I don't want to. I don't want him to cancel me or something. <laughs> yeah. like that. He's like uh, he used to host Fear Factor back in the day. I don't know if you're too young to remember Fear Factor. And then he's the UFC commentator. Show me an image. Oh, he's a shit. professional comedian. He's that guy, the ball nigga. The, he's got yeah. the biggest podcast in the world. Yeah. Sorry. I honestly don't know. Oh, oh no, 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 no! Uh, I changed my mind. Taylor Swift. Oh yeah. That, that nothing's gonna be bigger than that. Oh. Even the Drake interview, Taylor Swift interview would be way better. Her, her own fan yeah. base would probably turn on her if she did an interview with me, to be honest. But <laughs> probably one of the worst decisions she's ever made. You feature. 
Interview wise, it's probably Lil Wayne. Not gonna lie, Lil Wayne and Lil Dirt. It just, I don't know. Now, if I speak with my heart, well, I mean, to be honest, but if I speak with my heart, Taylor Swift, Drake, Joe Rogan, they all seem very exciting in terms of just like the the craft of the interview. But I mean, Jay Z. Do you imagine like a two hour Jay Z interview? Fifty Cent. Like I fucking. Well, I mean, he's kind of like more blown out. He did I interviews would all the time. Choose Fifty, Jay Z, or Wayne for the interview. Jay, for sure. Jay Z. I mean, he's the most rare, and he's kind of like the one that has had the most impact on me as a music fan. Although also 50 for sure. And Wayne, but J and J 50 Wayne in that order in terms of importance in my own life. Mm. Mm. Type shit. I have to throw on some Jay-Z on the way home. Might do a Jay-Z drive. Maybe an unghetto and then a Jay-Z drive. Mix it up a little bit in the middle. <laughs> what song should Adam play on a ride home? From you. Oh, word? Yeah. Scene and Tada. Okay. Spoiler, I'm going to iTunes and I'm going to listen to your most you know, popular song. No, no, no. Then maybe the second, maybe the third. Okay. No, don't no I got to dig deeper. I can remember yeah. Tada. You know, you no, know, I've mean, seen it. But. You know how I said, like, the music I'm dropping right now is like the best music I've ever dropped and it's like a new start? Mm. Like, it's making niggas really be like, oh, you could really be an artist. I want to like, support you in that. The, the, the EP I just dropped is like 10 minutes long. What's so the name like, of it for people? In don't 10 know? minutes, you could like see for yourself, like, can he be an artist or not? I, that's what I love about the new EP. It's like it's so like quick to consume that you could like quickly find out if you think that I'm a B. You know what I'm saying? What's the name of the EP? Unghetto World. Who do people tell you you look like? Because I can't figure it out in my head, but I feel like there's something. something. People say a lot of stuff. I used to get called Young Bands a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Young Bands. Shout out Young Bands. <laughs> he in LA. Like, I think we're finna link tonight. Oh, something? really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's like, we, that's, that, bro, that's my I boy. Man. Him in a minute. I, I did I interview him bands. probably four years ago. I fussed with Young Bands. He just started back dropping music. Really? I'm gonna like, check yeah, that out. Like, yeah, he's back. Should be hard. He's back, man, doing his thing. Um, yeah. Unghetto World. Mm. Unghetto World. Unghetto world. world. You gotta say it one time, Adam. Unghetto World. <laughs> Why you say it like that? Ghetto is kind of a slur these days. Unghetto world. <laughs> I went to um, years ago. I went to. Uh, I was with DJ Scheme. I think there was like a Juice World and Ski Mask show, and then we left because DJ Scheme had a, a hosting at a club, and mm -hmm. he had never done this before of like doing the club DJ thing, you know, because he's like yeah. a rap producer, rap DJ. Right. We all we sh he shows up. Classic movie. He shows up with like me and like twenty five other people, a <laughs> shitload of people. And this club is not fucking around. They're just like, no, you're coming in with two people. None of these people can get in straight up. Like, shut it down. Obviously, everybody's pissed. It's late. People are drunk. People are having a good time. And the fucking manager is just like, I, th th this is ghetto. Or like, he, he was like, I'm, I've had it up to here with this ghetto bullshit. Everybody kind of, <gasps> it was like almost the impact that the N-word <laughs> would have had on the group of people. Yeah. It was like, it hit hard. <laughs> And I'm a person who grew up, ghetto was a normal word. Right. Bad part of town is the ghetto. You just, whatever. Right, right. It's a problem. But the way this dude said it, oh my God, a bunch of people were like kind of screaming at him, almost about to beat his ass. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was awkward. Ghetto. I didn't really realize the power that word had until that moment. Yeah, calling like minorities or people of culture ghetto is like, yeah. when you're not a person of culture, was, was he a person of culture or minority? He's like fucking Hispanic or Cuban or I don't know what the fuck it, DJ, DJ Scheme is. I'm sorry for 
not knowing your ethnicity. I'm saying like I'm talking about like the person who said ghetto. Like oh, that. I think he was white, or at least mostly white looking. Nah, he can't. Yeah, yeah it hit different. It hits different. It did hit, so. it hit different. It hit like the whoops. That hits different. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but what what, what, you, what 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 you like better, Tada or Scene? Scene, just because I just I listened to it like three times a day, and the video like was going crazy. Mm. But I might have to listen to Tada again. And Tada video go crazy though. But I just recently just watched Scene today. I seen Tada like a minute ago. Uh, it's like so, just yeah. different now. What are your interests outside of music and becoming successful? Music and becoming successful. You don't watch like cooking videos on YouTube or anything. Oh, I watch interviews a lot. Mm. Like I make it a priority. Like if I see someone like an interview, like whether it's a person that's doing bad or doing good, mm. I, I make it a priority to watch their interview. That is smart. Yeah, because I want to know like what is this? What's this person's mindset, and why do they feel like you know? Like what do they think about where they are in their career? Whether if you're successful or you're not successful and you fucked up, like, or you're not making the right decisions in your career, like, what do you, like, why? What are you doing? People take it for granted that you can go watch almost every successful person in business, music, entertainment has done at least a couple of podcasts, and you could go listen to them talk about business and art and whatever the fuck, you know, how to make it in life, all kinds of different shit for like hours and hours. Most successful people. Yes. We did not have that when I was a kid. This is a new thing That's over the last crazy. however many years. And people who don't take, that's one of my best feelings I can get when I'm listening to a podcast. I remember one time I listened to an Academics and Vlad podcast while I was driving to Vegas, like three hours. And I, by the end of the podcast, it was so good that I was just like, it is insane that we live in a world where you can hear people who are very successful, basically giving up the game of like how they got where they're at. And that people don't really take advantage of that the way that they should. That's why I like when you're talking about the Gary Vee thing. I'm like, that's that's good that you're a young-ass kid who heard that and needed that and used it to fuel yourself. Yeah, bro. Shit crazy, bro. Like, damn, bro. Like, that shit crazy. Like, my bad, y'all. This shit, I'm tripping. This shit crazy, like. It do hit different when folks crying. Bro, like. I don't know. That shit just shit, hit though. me, bro. Like, when you saying that, yeah. like, about, like, you could watch successful people and just, like, bro, like. But we just talked to your ass for two hours, so you're probably going to motivate a bunch of little kids out there, too. So, yeah. What would you tell the kids that's watching right now? Like, whatever you see somebody do, like. Like, bro, nobody, like, everybody that, everybody on earth, right? Nobody has 40 hours in a day. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody has 24 hours. You see what I'm saying? Like, so it's like, whatever you're seeing someone do, at some point in time, they wasn't doing whatever that you're seeing them do that's inspiring you. At some point in time, they wasn't doing it or they didn't know how to do it. So... Who's to say that you're not capable of being able to get to that place? You know what I'm saying? Like you like and that's how I always looked at everything. Like that's what I said when I said like I wanted to be Lil Wayne. It's like cuz I know that or like I wanted to be this person like or childish game be it's like I knew at a young like I always knew that like 
we're both here on this the same earth at the same time and like it's possible to do i don't know like i don't i never really looked at like no matter what level someone is and been like man like damn they're just like i i don't know you know i just looked at them as like everyone is like a, a sort of motivation and like i just teared up because i just like had a little flashback of me like watching the ex interview over and over <laughs> and like bro it's like I watched a lot of your interviews like you know what I'm saying like I'm not even going to sit here and try to act all cool rappery and shit like that mm -hmm. like I'm just too cool for shit like to say that I watched a lot of your shit dog and like <clears throat> now nah, that shit means a lot whenever people say that cuz sometimes I have conversations with people and I realize during their formative years, when they were fucking 15, 16, 17, whatever it was that people were like, a lot of like young dudes I talked to, I realized that they kind of like figured out what they wanted to do with their life through watching me and other people in this realm just talk to motherfuckers and especially young artists, you know? Where? Like that, that is a huge fucking honor to sort of have that role in any number of people's lives, you know? Yeah. And like, bro, you got a legacy out here, bro. Like, you, like for real, like you. I don't want to get. I don't want to get too, 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 too. It's just like, bro. You, you. Do people give you your flowers, bro? Like you, a like bit here and there. Yeah, you, you deserve <laughs> your flowers, bro. You did a lot. But you part of the reason why I wanted to do this shit in the first place was because I realized that it felt like this was something that I could do over and over and over and over and I would never get sick of it mm -hmm. and I still feel that exact way. Like Damn. I still feel very moved by this conversation mm -hmm. and I, I feel that frequently, you know, That's which hard. is, the, the, it never really gets old. Like I, I, I went to fucking skate parks and filmed videos every day for years and years and years and that, that was getting old. But Damn. this shit never really gets old to me. Right. You know? Yeah, that's how, that, yeah, just, yeah. Tight shit. Yeah, man. Porn too. Oh. <laughs> never gets old. Word. Every pussy is fun. Yeah. Word. That never gets old. I would think that got old. Like sometimes, like I only do it like once or twice a week. So it's oh yeah. You know. Like wait, how often do you? How often you fuck? Like if you got a fuck on video, like how often do you like smash off? Can like you know what I'm saying? Like I mean, is you I'm, always fucking though? I mean, I'm kind of on my girl's schedule. I mean, I would probably fuck like once or twice a day if if she's in the mood. We do that, and if oh, she's word. not, then but we're also like working so much right. and sometimes work is fucking so it's kind of sometimes I just cried on bro who cries on this shit that was lit though damn you cried about some real shit about like just I did just cry you kind of had like shit. a moment where you realized like you had made it to a certain point bro the shit and hit also me. how possible the next levels are the shit hit me bro like cause at one point I'm nobody bro watching a no jumper interview you know what I'm saying it's like just like I could have stayed the nigga watching interviews and not doing shit with my life, but like I like made a conscious decision to take action knowing that I could be in certain rooms in certain positions and it's like like even when like falling off and stuff and like like me like getting another and I did it by myself, by the way, I wanna say that, with like scene and ta-da, like 
when the, I'm talking about these millions of streams that I got, like on Ghetto World, I just dropped it, got a million streams. You know what I'm saying? Like, and these are real streams, not the fucking, I know niggas want to buy streams and shit like, and I know that's cool these days, but I like to see the real streams. So like, if a million or two million or something don't sound like a lot to y'all niggas, bro, it's like, it's real to me though. So it's like, these are real people who want to listen to my shit. And it's like, I know I could turn this into 20 million motherfuckers. You feel what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, it's like, me being able to get another million views, like to watch another million people want to watch my music video, like, it's like, damn, I could have just settled for like, damn, my time came and it's up. But like, I know how to, like, I I'm, I take the, bro, you just got to take action. I don't know. You just got to take action, dog. And how I said, like, I watch certain pieces of content and it's kind of like a shame that people don't necessarily appreciate how much game there is out there it's motivational because you're somebody who seems like you watched all the same shit that all these other fucking people watched mm -hmm. but you actually like learned from it applied and, it. and applied the fucking shit that you were learning and i don't know it's good thanks yeah you're definitely going far thanks thank you and once you reach that fucking net echelon, the YouTube documentaries are going to fucking have that clip of the crying and it's going to be like boom this is when he knew that he was built to be this and, you know <laughs> Good. It was like when you realize you made it or something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Niggas go, someone go clip that and put it on TikTok. That's funny as hell, though. Damn. Alvarado. Yeah, that was real, bro. So, what's the game plan right now in terms of like what you want your next career milestones to be? Like, what do you what do you feel like you need to do to take this shit to the next level? Um, I want to work with I want to work with Zaytoven. Mm. Um. And I'm gonna do it. Yeah, I can introduce it if you want. He seems, nah, don't don't even do it. Don't he seems very open to working with younger artists. I've heard like a, a handful of like smaller artists tell me that they've tapped in with him just because somebody that he trusted, you know, tapped in with him. Mm. I'm 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 gonna do that, and I'm gonna work with. I'm gonna be consistent and collaborative, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna drop. Great visuals, great songs, and the hardest stuff I can. And I'm going to build a cult fan base. Mm. And I'm going to sell hard tickets. And I'm not going to be some washed up club hosting type rapper. I'm going to be an artist with a real fan base, you know, that loves me and I love them back. That's what I'm that's what I'm gonna be. I sure. feel it though, you know what I'm saying? Like, you definitely got the work ethic and the grind, and like, I don't know, the creativity is there. So, like, it's all there. 100%. Yeah, for sure. I see big things. What is that? Map. The map. Oh. That's gonna tell you where you're going. Yeah, I'm going far. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that was hard. All right, Unghetto, appreciate you, man. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, no go turn my man's up on all streaming services. Smash Small that like, like button for us too. But got no jumper. It's bricks. All right, right. Unghetto, no jumper. Shout out to Remo. Like, comment, subscribe. Coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, TikTok, Patreon, Instagram, all that shit. I always mention all those other platforms. I highly doubt that people actually go to those platforms and subscribe because I say it or follow or whatever. But do something. Get a plastic chain. Get a plastic Jesus piece. <laughs>
I don't believe in Jesus. On ghetto, Matthew. On ghetto. Let's go. Shit.